This episode of the Metal Injection Livecast is brought to you by Converse Rubber Tracks. It's a great program from Converse where any band can apply for a full day of studio time. And you can apply at converse.com slash rubber tracks. There's no strings. You just you go to this great website. You apply. And uh, uh, you can get a free day of recording. No questions asked. You come in. You record your stuff. You leave it at the end of the day with a professionally recorded, professionally engineered track. And if selected... Like I said, bands record at no cost while maintaining the rights to their own music. For more info, visit converse-music.com. And Converse is teaming up with Metal Sucks for their annual Rubber Tracks promotion, and they're doing a lot of cool stuff. And there's five bands that Metal Sucks gave the right to go into the Converse Rubber Tracks studios and record with two top-notch producers, Kurt Ballou of Converge, and Will Putney of Fit for an Autopsy. There's a bunch of great tracks. If you go to metalsucks.net slash rubber tracks, you can hear all of them. This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The election is almost over. 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 And now, here's the Metal Injection live cast. Thanks, Chuck. I think that sound means the election is almost over. Yay! Welcome. That was was his uh, battery is uh, low sound. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Chuck's election is about to be over. Welcome to the Metal Injection live cast. I'm not sure what that means either, so don't give me that look. What? That's right. It's right now as we're on the air, the world might end shortly. Right, if you're listening to this in like 2024 from a uh, an <laughs> underground bunker after the nuclear holocaust, so somehow welcome. The, the hard drive when we were recording this episode was recovered. Yeah. By 2024, you mean late 2017, right? Yeah, I was trying to be generous. <laughs> it is election night, 2016, November 8th, 2016. The polls are just starting to close. The first polls just closed. Trump currently has 19 electoral votes and Hillary has three. So it's all over. Uh Uh-oh. Well, this happened in 2008. Remember, like people who had never like experienced the presidential election. Like, oh, my God, Obama's fucking tanking. He's lost like seven (laughs) states in a row. And I was like, well, but it's like all the farmer states that go that close at 7 7 p.m. So like they are the ones that vote Republicans. Yeah. Yeah, it's just ridiculous to react to anything at this hour. Did you notice any metalheads uh, at the voting booth today? If you want to vote, we want to hear from you. Even if you didn't notice metalheads, well, what are your voting stories? 718-303-2353. No, no one at my polling place is under 85. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, Mostly the same for me. And in, in my polling place, they were Russian. So it was like the added language barrier or like the one Russian woman oh. had to go over and like translate. And I'm just like, just let me sign and go do my... <laughs> I speak English. Vote. I speak English. How I is this a this. hindrance that I speak English? This is English. not the green card line. <laughs> Makes you want to vote Trump. Yeah. Just kidding. No, it doesn't actually. <laughs> there was a woman, an old lady with a, a Trump hoodie. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed a, to wear that to the polls? You can wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you weren't allowed to like wear any type of propaganda. Maybe if you work at the polls, but not if you're just. I think you, can, you also can't uh, tell people. You can't talk yeah. about the other candidates. We have a caller. I believe this is Colin. Colin, did oh, you boy. vote today? 
Yes, I did. And, and how was your ex- voting experience? Were there long lines? Yeah, and there were some, like, Trump and Pence people. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> now, uh, remind everyone where you live. Like, what city? I live in New Canaan. It's mostly, uh, there's a lot of Republicans. It's but in Connecticut. Connecticut. Well, you didn't ask yeah, what state. You asked him what city. Yeah, that's true. That That is what I am. But you voted for Hillary? Yeah, I didn't vote for Trump. You voted for Hillary? Yeah, Hitlery, oh. Hitlery. That, that's better. Uh, okay, so so like when you were walking to the polling place, were people like yelling "Vote Trump"? You know, lock her up. What was the scene? Well, no. One of the um, people that I um, was one of my bosses when I worked construction is a neighbor like down the down the street, and he and I when I was biking to I, I a think- client's house, I saw him with a trim. With the Trump and Pence sign, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Maybe he stole it like I did in, uh, when I went to Pence. No, no, he didn't steal it. He, he had it on his lawn. Like, oh, now, oh, let me get I this see. straight. You worked construction? I used to. I don't He's anymore. Strapping. Now, what did you, you gentle- what, what were your <laughs> What were your responsibilities <laughs> in the construction field? Uh, just helping them out. I can't really recall at the he moment. He was a foreman. But- like, were you carrying things around? Were you, like, at a yeah. desk? So just whatever they told you to do, you would do. Yeah. Okay, which buildings did you work on so that I know not to step into them? Oh, jeez. Oh. <sighs> I mean, he can hardly make a phone call. How's he going to construct? He has two slightly different skills now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing with you, Colin. When was the last time you made uh, a phone call, Noah? Was this 1987 with phone calls? You don't call people anymore. It's the dead skill. She works in radio. She's all about antiquated technology. (laughs) Zinger. Sorry, that was just it was just there. No, that was all right. Thank you, Colin. Okay. See, I feel like that's the appropriate length of a Colin call. I didn't see one person representing either candidate when I went to the polls. Yeah, oh yeah, merch. And there wasn't really that much. The weird thing, too, is that I uh, I parked at a hydrant because the place, the polling place, there was like no parking lot around or anything. It was just a residential area. So, mm-hmm. And there was a hydrant right in front. And I parked at it. Aren't and, the cops usually like stationed outside of the... Yes. And actually, there was a cop that was looking right at me. And I so I was just like, is this okay? Can I just run in really quick and just vote? I'm going to leave. I'm not going to... You actually sent out to a police officer. There won't be a fire in the three minutes I'm in there. Uh, she goes, she goes, I mean, I don't know. You could get a ticket. Let me take out uh, my clipboard. And then I'm just like, well, it's, I'm just, she's like, well, I'm not going to give it to you. But, uh, you know, one of the traffic cops might. And I'm like, are they around? Like, I look around. I'm like, there's no one around. <laughs> are they around? She's like, you could park. Oh, that's not a no standard. It's like, you have like one minute. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go right in. Wow, you have Rob. such nerve. White privilege, Rob. Yep, and totally. it, a, a black man would have been beaten to death for that. Yeah. Probably. Uh, good thing I'm a white guy. <laughs> Check your privilege. And also, I'm a man, so obviously I'm in the right compared to a female cop. <laughs> Did I ever tell you when I got a ticket from a female cop that was like under five feet tall? Mm. Yeah. Please she, tell us. I was on the train. Five, six, five, six, two will get you in one second. Uh, I was on the train, and I went through 
through the end doors between trains, and which it, which had just become a new law, which you could always do this before. Mm. Yeah, and we it's, it was to. like oh, I do it all the time. It was like I'm a kill week, It was like probably six or seven years ago. I don't know. It was like a week before that. After that became a law. Mm-hmm. She was and probably I, excited. She finally got to test out the new tickets. Yeah. Well, no, it was the end of the month, so that's when they oh. start. You know. So she says. You know that's illegal, right? I said, "Well, I didn't it wasn't even in my mind. Like, I wasn't even yeah. conscious of it." And I go, "What?" And she goes, "You know, walking through the doors." So she's like, uh, "I'm sorry, I got to write you a ticket." I was like, "Really?" She's sorry. And, and wait, wait. And I'm in a rush. And she she says, "I have to get off here, so let's get off so I can give you the ticket." <laughs> so I had to get off the fucking train. Maybe this was her way of asking you out on a date. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. She was very antagonistic. Uh-huh. I'm almost like, what if you were like, all right, and then as the doors closed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she was a good cop, I guess, because she waited till I got off and then yeah. walked behind me. Oh. Um, and I said, you know, and I was just, I was just really flippant about the whole time. I was like, isn't there any like murders or rapes going on that you have to stand here write me a ticket for this stupid? Well, trip? I have to tell you, if you want to get out of a ticket, that is the absolute worst way yeah. to do it. I don't care because I got out of the ticket because yeah. I fought it rebellious. and I fucking won. And do you want to know why? I went to the thing to fight the ticket. And I go into the like I don't know they have a lawyer there who's basically oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. his whole job is to like basically look at the case and whatever. And he goes, "Hey, do you, do you play the lottery today?" I said, "Why?" Why? He goes, "This is your lucky day because your cop is an idiot." I said, "Why?" He says, "She indicated on the ticket that you went through the doors of the train. She didn't indicate the end oh. of the train, <laughs> so she did not establish a prima facie case against you That's because incredible. going through the doors of the train yeah. is not illegal." It's like, fuck you. Yes. That well, what, what I meant was that, like, get out of it right there. I know. You, you I don't care. I didn't care. I don't have that attitude where I'm pragmatic in those situations. <laughs> I, I, when someone I feel is, like, uh, giving me undue shit, I have, like, no. Most of the time, I, I cannot tamp that down and, yeah. and, Fair and swallow it. Uh, so, 562, you're on the uh, metal injection live cast. Hey, it's El Duderino. Duderino, did you go vote? Yeah, I went and, go, went and voted today. I took all the propositions seriously, and in my town where I live, one of my best friends was running for community service director, so you I was happy vote. to vote for him, oh, too. Okay. Nice. Want to give him a little shout-out? Yeah, Shad Zoomer. That's not a real name. <laughs> Shad Zoomer? Google it. Shad? That's what I thought. U-M-E-R. How did you vote on the porn proposition, the having oh, to wear condoms? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to vote no on that one. Um, I pretty much voted no on almost everything, uh, including that one. Uh, the pot one, I pretty much uh, vote yes on. I think that was you the only pretty one much I voted, voted yes. yes? Like you, you have filled in the circle? You could do this pretty much a yes. <laughs> pretty much. Like I was on the couch and I thought about doing it, and that yeah. was enough. Yeah. Send out the vibes. No, that's cool. I actually read some stuff online that the proposition, I mean, I don't really know, but that it wasn't necessarily that good of a proposition for legalizing. Did I you don't, see any of that stuff? I'm sorry. Well, it obviously has its holes in it, but yeah. I think most of the propositions that started out in Washington and Colorado had its holes, but that's why you make amendments. So you kind of yep. tighten and... Yeah, I'm with you. You have to get something on the books and then fix yeah. it later. I hope I here. hope it passes. Uh, uh, I hope it passes everywhere that it's on the ballot. This because I, I I saw that it's like if it does pass, then 20 percent of the country will have legalized marijuana. 
Which is still I know a lot of people low, usually begrudge like voting on things state per state per state, and it would be better if it was just all legalized anyways, but... That's just kind of how most things start, like grassroots like that. Like, that's uh, what happened with gay marriage, and it was in so many states that eventually they're all like, oh, fine, let's just make it legal everywhere. That's so, also, there's one other point to add to that, which I agree with what you just said, by the way, but also mm-hmm. by making it legal in that one state, you are helping a lot of people who either need weed for medical reasons or people who might be, might be locked up by criminality. Does that, is that what happens if something if someone gets thrown into jail? For a, an activity which is later legalized, do they get out of jail? No, but I'm, I don't know. It's whatever the law is on the books at the time. It okay. should be a sponge so, from the record. I mean, it depends. I, okay. I'm sure there are situ- different situations with different things, but I know that there are mm-hmm. people who are still like in prison for things that were illegal mm-hmm. at the time. Right, right. Well, I guess uh, from that point forward, at least people aren't going to get picked up for smoking a duber. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, I hope, I hope it or passes. Or smoking a duder. Well, that that you can still get duder if it's in public. That's still illegal smoking a duder in public. Just because it's duderino. You mean like duderino? Have you ever been smoked in public? Oh, let's get to the bottom of this. If you know what I'm saying. Are we talking about shooting someone? Um, sm- what are we talking about? Smoke? <laughs> I'm guessing blown. Yeah, I've never heard that term. For I'm Rob's just playing just, off Noah's. Uh, have I ever Noah's gotten a blowjob in public? Is that what you're trying to ask? Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have. Uh, not in out direct public, but a car parked on the side of the road. Sure. That counts. I told the story on the air. Yeah. My wife sure, who has it? gets the tree. Yeah. Can't believe it. You guys could have been put on the list. No, not out in the park. I should do one out in nature. I love how Sid remembers the exact details of the story. <laughs> Sid, retell it. Word for word. <laughs> he got blown while leaning up against a tree in Prospect Park. That's correct. Yeah. And then what happened? And he came, I'm guessing. And then what happened? He went home. And then what happened? And then he came no, to the show sk- and told us about it. Yeah. skipped the he park. He came there into was the, Park. There was the chicken, the chicken bus. Remember? There was like a tour of people. Uh, I, I, my wife will correct me. I don't remember the exact. There was like some tour of, uh, of uh, like a tour bus, like 10, a 20 feet from the... Yeah, so as we're walking out of the park, and it was like the chicken bus, or the, I can't, what? she's going to kill me. Mega I can't bus. remember the actual name of the thing, but it was a weird name. Huh. And there was all these like people just, you know, come going either going on or coming off the chicken bus. It was like a party bus. <laughs> weird. I don't remember. I, well, I, I got to ask her. I'll ask her and, get, and let you know. I don't know if you guys saw this on the internet, but um, uh, have you seen this whole Dave Chappelle controversy? Like he just makes a joke about Hillary and then everyone thinks he's pro-Trump. Uh, yeah, it's I not saw, everyone. I saw, it was yeah. just the Observer that wrote about it, which is owned by his son-in-law. So I think they have yeah. a vested interest there. But mm. it's just clear. I don't know. It just seemed like people are just too partisan and read too much into it. You can't even point out that both candidates suck without someone thinking, oh, you probably like this other person more. Yeah, that, I, that I've been encountering. It's paranoia. Like if you criticize either one of the two, then you must be a supporter of the other one. Which I, I really hate, mm-hmm. but that's a product of our binary, uh, you know, political system. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Duderita. Well, thank you for calling in. Do we uh, know who Duderita voted one, for? Yeah. Who'd, you, who'd you vote for? For president? Wait. Who'd you vote for for president? Oh, I left that blank. Oh, okay. You didn't even write someone I, in. 
Why didn't you write student? Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't even think. I honestly couldn't think of one candidate that I could fully get behind. Like a lot of people just say, "Oh, vote for the person who has the least collateral damage." Or Robert Pesbani. But on, I don't something. even feel like lowering my standards that much. Oh. I'll tell you what I did. And I told Robin no this earlier today when I went to vote. There were a couple of like state senate and assembly. Uh, that you know uh, categories where there was only one person on the ballot and it was a Republican and I'm not gonna fucking vote for a Republican right. just because they're the only choice. So for one of them, I wrote in Noah Avior, oh, and for the other oh. one, I wrote in Christina Palumbo. Oh boy, they I live in the neighborhood. A completely <laughs> ineffective uh, yeah. court justice. Better than a Republican, though. Mm. I, I considered putting my wife's name in, but uh, that's nepotism. That's true. I, don't I wanna... should have voted for the charming man on my iPhone case. Yes! Like <laughs> Something. Oh. President Sid Capsenel. <laughs> I'll take oh, it. Oh, my goodness. I got some big Please. ideas. 2020, Sid? I, mm. I would make Hillary my VP mm. just to fuck with you guys, though. You would continue the trend of more and more ethnic names being elected <laughs> president. Oh it's going to go down now, no matter who. Do you have, do you have yeah. a middle name? Is Joseph. There, is that spelled like Joseph Stalin? or like It's spelled with an I. Yosef. Yosef? Yeah. Like Y-O-S-I-F? E-F, I think. I-O-S-E-F. You don't know your name? Because I've seen it like multiple ways. I just spell it the normal way because who cares? Okay. Wow. Did we hang up on Deuterino there? No, he's there. He's still there. If Sid oh, was president, he'd probably just pass a law that allows you to put your dick and age babies incubators, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> just in the incubator? Who cares about that? An incubator isn't a living thing. That's totally fine. It's not warm enough. <laughs> yeah, well, it, that's a matter right, of preference. Got out of track. Have a great show, guys. Thank you. You have a great show. Yeah. If you would like to call in, let us know about your voting experience. 718 718- Three zero three two three five three. I have to say, I was very, very proud of my city today because footage was shown. You know how, like every time, every election, they have footage of the candidates going to vote. Yes. In Donald Trump, his hometown is this right here, New York City, the greatest city in the world, and uh, by which I mean they booed the shit out of him, <laughs> which was incredible. Which just ah, uh, let's let's just listen. This is him getting out of the car. Ah, music to my ears. They're saying boo ump, boo ump. I love it. Who's he waving at? Everyone's booing. There's still too many cheers. I've I've noticed he does that though. Like remember when he got booed at the uh, that roast? And yeah. He's like, I don't know if they're booing me or if they're booing Hillary. Oh, yeah. that was a great line, though. I and have then to a, say, guy, was... a guy yells out in the crowd, "We're booing you, asshole!" <laughs> that was the best part of his roast because yeah. none of the jokes were funny, but that was such a great, like, heel bad guy line <laughs> that I had to yeah. pop at that. I did think, like, out of the ninety jokes he told, like two were funny. I can't remember at the time. I remember thinking they were funny, but like most Obviously, of it wasn't not written by him or anyone. Yeah, I think he 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 used was, two of the written jokes. Yeah, that yeah, were written. yeah. But I think that, that like he, that's the thing. That, like most of it wasn't jokes. He just stood up there and said Hillary's a cunt. Yeah, and like Hillary's this and that. Like that's not you're that's talking not how you about that that Catholic dinner yeah, thing. The roast six one nine. We'll get to you in one second. Yeah, there was one joke that was that it was clear that he didn't write it himself because he completely botched <laughs> the delivery of it. But it was a, a, a smart joke, which was like, 
oh, you know, I, I always talk about Hillary uh, uh, going for prison, and and you know, she I know she's afraid because when I saw her going to her seat, she she was trying to get behind me, and she tapped me, and she goes, "Pardon me," <laughs> but he like he delivered it so bad, yeah. But it was like, oh, okay, that's that's clever. Well, you can imagine where it was going. It was <laughs> yeah, a real yeah. comedian. I think he's very good at like talking off the cuff. I, yes. He's not good at... I think once the wreckage of his presidential campaign is over, somebody should look at everything he did and realize that like what, like you, if you did the same thing as Trump but didn't have terrible, shitty, disgusting, yeah. racist policies, you would be a very successful Just seem politician. less rehearsed. Yeah. Seem less rehearsed. But n- be a human. And also throw bombs into our shitty political system is another good thing that he did. I feel like that's good, except what he's replacing it with is a million times worse. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, I look, look at us uh, saying some nice things about Trump. 619. I, uh, listen, I'm not, I would never say anything nice. I think he's a fucking scumbag. But. What's, uh, who is this? Uh, this is Ugo from San Diego. You Ugo? call her? Ugo? Ugo, yeah. What's up, Ugo? Yeah, it's Ugo. What's up, dude? What's up? Uh, I just got off of work right now. Um, I'm going to my local uh, voting place, I guess. And I wanted to ask you guys, who, who should I vote for for president? Where do you live? San Diego. Yeah. I say vote your conscience if you live in California. Because Hillary Clinton's going to win anyway. I say vote for Hillary Clinton just to be safe. Okay. Yeah. You have two for Hillary. I've been hearing people say that you can write in uh, Bernie in San Diego. I don't know if that's true. You could write you in can, anything anywhere. No, that's not true. Really? Some states you cannot write in. We oh. live in yeah, a state where you can. For California, they have to be like approved or something. Or else what? <laughs> Your vote doesn't uh, count like for that. But I mean, a write in, the vote doesn't count anyway because it's just symbolic. No, one but the other. Like, Sid, if I wake up tomorrow and I'm the new justice of District 22, <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. You're no, welcome. The votes do count, though. There's a difference between they're never going to win and it doesn't count. You know what I mean? Like, they count them up. My, yeah. my whole reasoning for voting for Hillary. This is why I voted for Hillary. I don't necessarily agree with her, with all of her positions. I certainly agree with a good majority of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want it to be such a blowout. Yeah. I want Trump to be destroyed. Like, right. I, like I yeah. want it to be like ninety to ninety yeah. percent to ten percent. Well, like, can I? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So that is what. Like, I am my my vote is much more against Trump. I'm hashtag never Trump. Okay. Can I respond yeah, to that? I think that is 100% valid, and I completely agree with is you. Is there a but? There is a but. Uh, here's <laughs> is it a but. cute but? It's not really a but. It's it's like a problem. It's an orange yes, but. I agree with you what you're saying, 100%. Uh-huh. But. I think that I also think the same about Hillary Clinton. So I those two things are at odds. Mm-hmm. So they can't both happen. So... Like, that's why it prevents me from being so gung-ho about Trump getting destroyed. Like, I'd rather she win, but I can't put my enthusiasm into it. No, I want her. I want Trump to be annihilated. I do. No, like I said, I agree. I do. I do. I do. It's just that we have a binary system like we were mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. So that imply what that good thing entails another bad thing. Happening. So you're saying we need a much more fluid political system. I would rather she won, but not in a blowout because I, I don't want her to be that validated. No, I want it to be a blowout. Yeah, I want people, just means I want people to realize that Trump is 
the worst choice, and and he could never. He is. Like people yeah. came to their. So he is. But if so, the wins, way to so in like, my oh. mind, the way to express it is by completely blowing him out. I don't want her to have that much of a mandate where she can do more and more terrible things when she's president. I don't think she's. I don't gonna think she's going to. Okay, let's nice open that can of worms. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Let's not. Uh, Hugo, uh, six, uh, Hugo uh, also you have the, the, the all the propositions. Are you familiar with all of them? With the weed uh, one? Yeah, I was looking into them right now. Um, the weed one, yeah. I'm probably going to vote yes on that. Vote no on the condoms. You should vote for the no on the condoms. Why? It's not constitutional. Well, if someone wants to have sex on screen without a condom, why should the law prevent oh, them? Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. No one made me laugh. Yeah, he saw that one and it made him laugh. Yeah. This is a very serious thing. People's jobs funny. are on the line. It's not funny. It's just the way for politicians to tell us what to do with our private parts. Not now, us. I'm not a porn star. Are you telling us, me shit? Yes. Human, what if, what if the next step, after, out, after outlawing raw sex and porn, what if it's outlawed all across the country? How? Houseway. <laughs> Now I don't really I'm not that passionate about this issue one way or the other, but I aren't it's there like, regulations in other industries like handling food and stuff sure, yeah. to prevent the spread of disease. Yeah. So like why isn't this the same thing? Because these people are, are spreading wi- it to their the porn consumers. But they're spreading it between each other and, and then getting they each can other go, yeah, sick. They but, can go out and spread it to other people. But too. also they're they're willing participants and they know what they're getting into and they know the risk. You could say that about also, me eating at a, an Applebee's. That doesn't mean they shouldn't be wearing gloves when they prepare the food. You could say that about about heroin users is heroin still illegal well some people argue heroin should be legal but it's not well that's that's a d- different discussion i just think these fucking porn actors have had it too good for too long <laughs> Fuck them. let's let's break a little inconvenience into those motherfuckers yeah. days all, hanging all, out and tanning and oiling themselves up all day that's their life fuck it put on a condom <laughs> that's be like uncomfortable porn what would you watch that this is 90s. your entertainment source amateur porn ever, every, well and this is only porn filmed in california, in california. i don't watch that ritzy think, high production i watch value. minnesota anyway. porn <laughs> I watch. Do you watch Miami porn? Where is your porn going? Sure is cold in here, eh? Come on, give me some of that peen. (laughs) (laughs) My porn looks like it comes from like rural Chicago or like Illinois, rural Illinois. Thick accents. Just thick women. Oh, thick women. Illinois. They ain't. They ain't on the coast. Chicago's next. Yes, that's the other thing, though. If if it does pass, the the thing is that all the porn studios are going to leave California. Okay, that's loss of jobs. What do I care? But it's gaining jobs somewhere else. Well, what do you care? You're not voting for it. I'm talking. I'm talking. But we, our voices carry weight. In this thing and that's I already been voted on by no. everyone who's listening yeah, to this, so it doesn't I, matter. I want, I want there to be as many internal cum shots as possible in the porno world. Yeah. What? Really? Like, you as can't many, see them. As many cream pies as possible. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Hugo, what did you say? And this law would prevent it. While Rob was shouting. So I gotta, now I have a question. Can I ask a question, Hugo? I also have a yeah. question. Let me ask my question first. Do you like cream pies? <laughs> All right, that, there you go. Then you know how you know what to do. Okay, Darren, you're okay. Question. My question is: uh, You asked us who, like, you should vote for. Who, if we weren't here, who would you be voting for? Uh, probably just Hillary. I mean, so you're I don't want to, but right? She's the lesser of two evils. What's that? She's the lesser of two evils. Yeah, really I mean, and, well, also because I'm pretty, she's going to win California, so I, don't, I feel like it doesn't matter. That's how I feel also. 
But I, like I said, I don't tell I don't tell you to vote for her or for, to vote for anyone else or not to vote. I say if you live in a swing state, vote for Hillary Clinton. If you live not in a swing state that's going to go one way or the other, vote your conscience who you think the best candidate is, even if it's Jill Stein or whoever the fuck you think it is. Or write I'm someone. I'm going to vote for God. But you shouldn't do that if you live in a state that can influence the, one of the six states that can influence the election. Well, at this point, I guess, are there any West Coast states that are, I guess, Nevada? If you live in Nevada, vote for Hillary. Arizona. Arizona. Could, that's a little more slim of a, of a chance yeah. for Trump, but he could uh, win it. All right. Hugo, thank you uh, for, for calling, and good luck yeah. at the voting booth. Uh, thank you. Also, one. Clinton's. Oh. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh, How many presidents can there be tonight? Just one. You know, I didn't even hear the one until you both responded to it, so that's delayed goodbye. But uh sometimes uh I uh I get tagged some like metal injection livecast fans will tag me in something on humble Facebook. Brag. And no, it's not a humble brag. And John from Chicago. Oh, boy. Chicago. Oh, yeah. Is he making any Chicago porn? Just tagged me in this radio station, share this uh, sticker. It's like I voted sticker, but it's I masturbated today sticker. Okay. And I guess John is implying that I masturbated today, which I did is not. He? Why is he? Why? You're busy. Well, I'm tagged. Yeah, I was busy. I was just showing it to you. This, I mean, you did it. It's yeah. like when a dog finds like a dead bird in the yard and then <laughs> brings it in and presents it to you as like a gift. Yep. Doesn't intend you necessarily to eat it. Doesn't think you're the one that killed it. Just like here, check it out. Like me a little bit more, please. Mm-hmm. Pet me, rub my belly. John just wants his belly rubbed by you, Rob. All right. Well, uh, before I, I rub John's belly, I want to get our special guest on the line. Uh, he is formerly the guitarist of God Forbid and a and- repeat offender on our show. That's right. Yeah. And. Uh, there's a great new band called Vegas Nerve. We're going to learn all about it and talk some politics. We're ha- we're going to get Doc Coyle yeah. on the line. Doc, are you there? I am. I am. I am here. Can Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Oh man, I got this this new blue blue Getty mic for like stuff like this. So hopefully, it's better than like iPhone <laughs> headphones and stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. It sounds very crazy. professional. Yeah, sounds like you're in the room. Listen, Doc don't mess around, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of not messing around, uh, did you uh, did you have a chance to go out and vote today? I I did. I did vote today. I, I in California we can do early voting. Oh, and but I I decided not to vote early. I was like, I want to go, even though I actually filled out all the stuff. I filled out the early voting form. Uh, the voting ballot, and then I just handed it in. But I, I like the physical act of going in, going to the polling place, being a part of the, the chaos, scoping the vibe. It's the culture. Listen, I want to see the process, our democratic process, mm-hmm. you know, happening. You know, seeing the wheels turning, it's very invigorating for me. Listen, where I vote, you don't want to see any of that process. It's not very, <laughs> it's not very uplifting. Who all do we have here? Who, oh, who I'm goes? sorry, we didn't introduce ourselves. So sorry. it's Rob. Noah's here. Hello, Sid. Hey, and Darren. That was me. Right on. Wow, quite a quite yeah. a team. Well, there's a four host panel. What did you vote on, Proposition 60? Is that the weed one? That's the porn one. We were just talking about. Oh, the it porn one. Our... I voted no. 
because I'm I'm friends with uh, Joanna Angel and mm. the the wording on it is actually weird. So I went and then like looked at her Twitter. I was like, what what's what's what right does the expert the say? Yeah, what are the people who actually mm-hmm. are working in the industry? You know, because I think what happened, they they passed some regulation and they had to move a lot of porn shoots to Vegas. And you know, at the end of the day, you know, work is work. Yeah, you know? they they already it's, passed the no condom law in L.A. County, so you can't shoot condomless porn in L.A. now. So everyone moved out of L.A. I know a little no, too much. No, we're fucking with our economy, man. Exactly. See. Jobs lost. This is, yep. Doc could have been working on porn sets. But those jobs are just given to someone else. It's not like they just cease to exist. But they, they're lost in that town. The people of that town. L.A. is fine. <laughs> so are you saying there's fine. a fixed demand for pornography? Yes. <laughs> yes. And his name is Sid. Uh. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. You guys can move. It's all right. So I'll were, still be here. Were there any characters when you showed up to the polling place? Or, or was it pretty chill where you are? I mean, kind of a weird, homeless kind of looking dude out there. But that's just L.A. in general. There's always... <laughs> You know, if you go to Seven Eleven, there's a weird homeless dude. If you go to Starbucks, there's like a weird homeless dude. Yeah. So it's uh, you know, other other than that, no, it was, it was pretty crazy. It's pretty cool. But actually, there was like a shooting. Yeah, at we a saw that. Place. Uh, so thankfully, I I avoided that. That would that's not the type of democratic process I would look for to see <laughs> was, person. Was that near you? Was that by you? That I got. That I don't actually. Oh. I didn't recognize the name of the town, so I was. Oh, gonna, okay. You know, here's the thing about L.A. L.A. is county is huge. So it you know it it covers a pretty wide uh, area. So thankfully I I avoided that. But that's not that's definitely not good. That's not the things we want to hear. These should be safe yeah. spaces. Well, you know? I'm wondering if it was like just you know whether it's politically motivated or if just like a nut with a gun running around because there's a lot of that in L.A. too. Well, you got you got to remember a lot of nuts with guns. Really, it's just. You know they'll use any excuse. They're like ISIS, sure, I'll be ISIS. Can I kill people? That's true. Cool. It's like you know Black Panthers. Can I kill people? Sure. They don't really care. They're just crazy. They're just Mm -hmm. whatever is like around at the time. They're like, yeah, I'll be with them. Use as an excuse. They crazy. They gonna do some crazy shit no matter what. More than likely. Yeah, if it wasn't ISIS, it'd be someone else that they're saying they're affiliated with. Whereas Jim Jeffrey says is is. I like that. Oh, nice. Is is. Nice. Now, Doc, you relocated. You were an East Coast guy, then you moved to LA. It's been uh, a while now, right? How long have you been in LA? Two and a half years. Yeah. So, are you are you settled in? Are you an LA guy now? I'm settled in, man. Fuck you guys. It's over. <laughs> yeah. you know? Fuck winter, right? Who needs winter? Fuck. No, no. You know what it is? Here's what it's not. It's not the winter, man. It's the faces of everyone in the tri-state area of just life beating them down. Yeah. When you and you you see that like when you when you're on the subway and you haven't seen that I mean it's not like people on our subways don't have life beating them down but that's basically just because they're on the subway if you're on the subway in in L A it means you know something went wrong but, <laughs> car broke down <laughs> but but in general I think there is a like you have to work really hard in New York to have just like a kind of base level of lifestyle. And I yeah. think that, you know, if, if you're working like a super like blue collar job and you're, you know, it's like high taxes and high property taxes and there's tolls everywhere and there's traffic. It's just like it, it grinds on people's faces, you know, yeah. and then you get out of there and you're like, yeah, I don't I'm I'm good on that. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> it's a little more laid back. In well, I mean, I, I mean, that's kind of like a, a stereotype, but it's just 
listen, Ellie has its own stresses. Um, I think Traffic. there's almost, well, it's like, think about this. Like, if you're in a really bad mood, if you're down in the dumps, you're depressed, and it's really sunny and nice out, that kind of fucks with your brain. You're like, yo, it shouldn't be, these two things shouldn't go together. So there's almost like a, uh, uh, you know, a kind of dichotomy there where things don't line up sometimes where people, I don't know, it's weird. It's hard to explain. Yeah, the the, the weather ain't changing, so your mood uh, changes to according to the weather. Yeah, and the sun jacks your face up. Like, there's like three, the suns here are like four times as bright, you know, so you're, that shit burns your face. And if you're in the valley, it's nine times as hot, so it can have its own detrimental effect just to just to let you know i could back that up because whenever like from november to february here i am fucking miserable like yeah. my mood almost never climbs out of that valley you know it's so shitty i feel you brother i feel <laughs> you brother but yeah la I'm, i i cannot see uh, you know family emergency aside i can't see myself coming back there's just two honestly there's way more opportunities out here you know, in the entertainment industry as a whole, if you're a creative person, there, you know what? There's just a lot of people who just got money out here who are looking to spend it. They're like, yo, we, would you like some money to spend on your project? Hey, Doc, I have money. Um, how, do like, you, how do you feel about four uh, podcasters crashing on your couch? On, on, on my couch? We, yeah. we, we, can, we can get our own couch. Can we, uh, four, but who, but could you just introduce us? I want to move to the West Coast. Could you introduce it to these people with money yeah. uh, looking to spend yeah. it? We have a, a great proposition for them. Listen, here's the thing. You don't meet the, the money people on day one. You got to put some time in. You got to go out. You well, got to shake some hands. You got well, to kiss a little ass. <laughs> well, let's talk about your entertainment career. Uh, you launched this new band, Vegas Nerve. And, and uh, so... You know, you were in God Forbid, which were a pretty successful band. God Forbid had its moment. Uh, and then you that that ended, and then you had to kind of start over. Do you find it easier or harder to get noticed as a band now than when God Forbid started? Well, I think there's a lot of caveats to that. One, I decided to do a band that was much, much different than my previous band, so I can't really rely on some... Uh, fan base to like kind of fill fill that in. Mm-hmm. Two, I didn't decide to jo- start a band with a bunch of well known people within my genre or field, so I don't have that to to, to rely on. Um, and I think it's just important to understand it's a different industry now than it was yeah. even three years ago or five years ago or ten years ago. And I've never done something in, on in, in, on an independent level since I was in high school. So I'm literally learning every step I take. It's like, how do you do this? How do you put a record out on your own? I don't know. You know, I mean, I was talking to record labels and it's it's weird, you know, and, and it's been really informative. I'm actually going to write an article kind of about the current system. But I think it's I think it's a broken system. I think any I, I think you could you could make a really good um, comparison to the film world where because the people become so risk averse that they just go to what's f- familiar and what they know. So th- so there's there's less risk. So now you're going to have Iron Man 26, Spider-Man 29, right. you know, we're going to reboot everything, you know, cuz they know and, it'll sell. Yeah, and and because but what happens is like this last summer is one of the lowest grosses is that the you kill the the golden goose. And the same thing is happening to music where the bands that are actually doing well are not the best bands to write the best songs all the time. It's who's be- the best at social media, who is the best at designing merchandise, who 
has, you know, like a really just charismatic front person and, you know, who's, you know, it, all the logistical elements of doing a band have become prioritized over just being a great artist. A band like Guns N' Roses wouldn't last a week because they're like, hey, man, uh, who does the social media in the band? They're like, dude, we're doing fucking heroin. All right. We're rocking. All right. We don't have time for that shit. But and then but back in the day, you'd have someone who's like, all right, we babysit the band. They do rock and roll shit and then they make greatness and then we allow them to do that. But now you basically have to have your shit together and be a great artist. And the truth is those two things don't always go hand in hand and they can go against each other. There's a recklessness sometimes a great art. Yeah, I don't know many people who are creative and good business people. It's like using two different sides of the brain. It's 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 really hard to have uh, both of those skills. Well, I, I think I think you can. You know, you'll you'll have you know the the Trent Reznor's, the Mobies, these kind of like guys that you guys or gals that you talk to that that infinitely just have their shit together and would pretty much have been successful in any in any realm but we don't have the the seed cash and that's another thing if you're just if you have let's say you're super organized you're you can do all these things but you have no fucking money and you don't have a record deal you can't do anything it's like how can i you know now all these uh tours i feel like every other tour i see it's bands are buying on they're buying on to get on tours. If you want to get Facebook uh, exposure, you got to pay for that. If you want to, you know, if you want to go, you know, the first tour you're going to go on, you're going to make no money. You got to buy the van. You got to get the gas. Like it's people are basically being priced out mm-hmm. of the of the band game. And we're losing the talent to other fields because people are like, it's not fucking worth it. And it's not. Interesting. Yeah. So, you're, so people are just like, oh, I'm going to focus my energy on something that does make money because – music it's clear it's like hard to get through that glass ceiling you're saying unless you have some sort of funds to to start you up to kind of get the promo going well it's we're but we're we're being forced to become martyrs for for music you know i, I had a uh, a pretty high up guy uh, uh i don't was a co-owner one of the main guys at a pretty big metal label talk about how you know the bands are not willing to sleep on floors they're not willing to sacrifice to this i'm like they are, but the thing is, back you know, ten years ago, if you slept on a floor, twenty years ago, you slept on a floor. There was some, there was some gold at the end of the rainbow. Now you do all that shit, and it's like, yeah, we can sell eight thousand records. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's yeah. what is considered to be successful yeah. now. You're it's basically like, well, I feel like, and and you look in this like kind of the the technical death metal world, the prog world, the band is really just a way for. The, all these people to become uh, music teachers. It's like, all right, so so now this guy, okay, so he can put out his DVD and he can sell his his lessons, and you know, and it, it becomes a. It's like I didn't fucking join a metal band to become a guitar teacher, right? You know, whereas feel like now people are like, well, I'm a, I'm a, I, you know, these guys they 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 go to music school and they you know they have this great musical base and then they start a band and they almost use the band as a way to. To like uh, advertise launch, yeah, to launch their 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 teaching or or kind of music academic career, which is not a new thing. You know, you have someone like yeah. Paul Gilbert or John Petrucci, who are they come from that world, the, the the musical academic world, and I think that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but now everyone is being put in that position. If you want to go on tour and make money, you got to give lessons on the side. You got to do this. You got to have that, and it's just like. And it's also, know, it's, it's also like a very 
difficult way of living because your income is never the same week to week. And that's very, very stressful on top of having to, you know, tour and and be creative and not be home. And also like for the people that do teach music, they have to use their personal home for for lessons and stuff. And you're kind of living at someone else's, you know, at, at someone else's mercy. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think at the end of the day, at, you know, anyone who's in the arts, you have to decide if you're an artist, you're going to do art and don't fucking complain if you're not making money. Like you made a decision to to do it. Mm-hmm. And if that's the reason you if you want to make money, go work at Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. If you want to make money, go, you know, go and learn how to fix air conditioners or be a plumber. Plumbers make a lot of money, but you don't want to do that because that's not cool. It's cool to fucking, you know, be a DJ or you know, you know, you know, get involved in this stuff. So the thing is, to me, you can't have it both ways. Either just accept the way that it is, and that you might make money, you might not make money, but do it for the right reasons. And but don't get mad. But no one's supporting me. No one's buying my albums. No one's, no one's buying merch. Shut up. All right, it's not a fucking. That's on you, really. Charity. Maybe it's because yeah. you're such. Yeah. You write better fu- songs. Isn't if you the were fulfillment good. supposed to be the art itself? Like yeah. that's the payoff. It depends. To me, it's it, it it you know you as an artist have to decide what it what it is you're looking for. You know, I had, you know, I I go back and think about during the God forbid days, and there were area periods where once your living becomes dependent on your band, that it definitely changes the way you make decisions, and and you and I wonder, was like, did that you know, kind of muddy the waters and that uh, dilute the, the vision sometimes. It's, it's difficult to know. But I think once your income, you know, and, you know, and people always use this thing, same thing as like, man, I got kids, man, I got house. Like, I don't care. Who, who told you to have kids? Right. Like, <laughs> like, who told you to get a house? Like, that's, yeah. I don't care. Like, that doesn't mean you deserve this or you have to make these decisions. Um, you know, it's, it's, I don't know it's a, it's a it's a really interesting thing, especially with, with with Vegas Nerve, where every decision we made was like antithetical to trying to make money or or be a part of the system. And it and it's but the truth is every step, like if you know if, if we're trying to get on a uh, a record label, the label doesn't want to sign you because you have a manager, right? If you want to get a booking agent, the booking agent doesn't want you unless you have a label, right? Hmm. There's <laughs> there's this Damn. circular thing of you have to basically get in our club and in this club, make sure that someone has a hand in your pocket. We just can't rely on the fact that we think you guys are a great band and that you're smart and you're going to do the right things. It's no, you need to have what you you need to have 40% of your income that doesn't even exist yet out the door just before we're going to be able to do business. And that's not even counting if you end up doing like a 360 deal. Right. So it's a listen. It's a um, it's a bit of a devil's bargain, and I think, and that's why you always see like these bands, like uh, you have like a, a victory band, who will, like they'll sign this deal that maybe it is what it is, and they don't care because they're super young and they're just like, and, oh man, they we're going to get on the road, yeah, and then they blow the up, right? They sell yeah. so, two hundred thousand records. Now they're mad about the deal they signed. It's like, yo, man, you at the time that was you loved it, you were so happy, you were just happy. Yeah. Now you blow up, but the truth is. The band that blows up, that's the one in a million. And you also know, the, the reason the, the reason they did blow up is because the label knows that they're going to get most of the earnings, so they're going to spend more time pushing this thing because their return on it is bigger. 
and it's a very convoluted thing. And then the band gets angry because they're spending an, a year of their life working out on the road and thinking they're they're doing great, but in reality they're not really making any money. And then once they get that check, that's when that's when it hits them. And also to, with like this. Also, oh, sorry. Go I'm ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! I think you have to equate your first record deal, any band, to like your college loans. Just understand that you're you're not gonna really make money off that. If you do well, you actually develop into a career. Then on your second record deal, then you can make a deal that is gonna work for you. But you have to kind of accept if you want to play ball with with that world that you're gonna have to kind of take it on the chin because there's there's a nine out of ten times you're going to fail. You're not going to be the one that blows up. So that's why it's it's the deals are set up in the label's favor because they take on most of the risk. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. To well, like you. just with the specific Victory Records example, like maybe for the first 15 years of hearing bands be mad about their Victory Records deal, I sided with the bands. But at some point, like the reputation should precede Victory yeah. and you, you're going in with your eyes open and you know every other band that's ever been on Victory has been mad at Tony Victory at some point. So you know it's going to happen to you and you're signing so yeah just expect it Listen, god forbid put out a record with victory and there was you know a couple things but for the most part it was a good experience they worked really hard for the band they really liked the band they gave us really great advances and maybe that's different because we were an established act mm. and we were we weren't gonna get the same um treatment as like a, a baby band but you know we understood the the risks and you know, you know, I talked to Mike from Darkest Hour. I was like, you know, what's it like going over there? Is it cool? And he's like, he's like, he's like, if that's the deal, that's the best deal. You should probably take it because they're gonna, they're actually gonna work for it. So, mm-hmm. listen, I, I know the horror stories. Um, I'm just, I am, and you'll, you'll kind of hear this in my writing. I'm sick of musicians complaining about what they're owed and what, like, you know, yeah. no. Obviously, if you get ripped off on some deal, like one specific deal where there's some legal stuff or you know some really shady stuff you know on, on a you know anecdotal basis i understand that but in general i'm just not trying to hear people complaining about what they're owed you know and, and how i can't you know i can't make a living doing my you know death metal band i'm like yeah man <laughs> you in a death metal band <laughs> like yeah there's a ceiling for that kind of art like there's yeah. only so many people that are into that it's a very obscure Back in the day, there were five death metal bands that made money. It was like Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse, Obituary, Deicide. Like it was like five bands. Yeah. Like that was it. You know, oh, yeah. well, not even Suffocation because they all ended up like going, uh, you know, getting day jobs and whatever. Like even Suffocation, which is one of the most legendary death metal bands, the front man can't even tour anymore because he has to he commit to working. He has a day job. Yeah, the thing is, and here's the thing, I, I, I think the new era, and I hope this is like something that changes, is that in underground music, which is the world we all kind of live in, mm-hmm. is that you're not entitled to be in a full-time band. Like, yeah, it's okay to do your band part-time. There's nothing, there's no shame in that. And like, people just need to accept, oh, you, listen, I had a long period where all I did was God forbid. And that was great, but the problem is you get kind of... You you know um, you you get too comfortable, you know. You're like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm a rock star. That's what I do. I play guitar for a living. It's like, well, you did <laughs> for a period. You know, you had that run, and then you go out and like us, we're touring with more kind of bands in that mainstream world. We're touring, you know, with Slipknot, and we're touring with, uh, you know, Anthrax and bands like this, and who ha- do have a career, and you're you're aspiring to be where they mm-hmm. are at. 
But we, you know, to our maybe credit or lack of credit, we were actually trying to make music that was accessible on that level. Like we weren't trying to like, all right, we're going to make, you know, some grind album and expect to, you know, all make, you know, six figures. You were making music that you hoped Anthrax fans would appreciate that that they could get into. We were were modeling our career off of like a band, like a Machine Head or an In Flames, like a heavy but accessible Mm -hmm. kind of mainstream metal band. You know, that's what we were... That's what we hoped. We, but we, we, we did not achieve that goal, but that's what we were trying to model our career off. So after. then with, with this new band, Vegas Nerve, now since you're trying to go this independent route, you don't want any hands in your pockets. How, how are you marketing the band? Is it kind of just trying to uh, just you know reach out to people that know you through God forbid and, and whatever works? But beyond that, though, like how does a band like that who doesn't have a, a manager, how do opportunities happen for you guys? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about the content, mm-hmm. you know, are the songs good? Does it sound good? Did you, you know, we did one music video. Do people like the music video? Um, you know, really like we're, we're supposed to actually do dates, East Coast dates next month, but we, we actually had an agent and then things went belly up and, and it didn't end up happening. So it kind of screwed that plan. So I think we might actually be playing in California uh, in January. But primarily, you know, everything I've actually was been, been thinking about this, about kind of reinventing the wheel with this, where back in the day or even now you have a band who say, all right, we're going to go. We're going to hit the road. Right. They're a brand new band. No one really knows them. They'll go out with like their buddies band, they'll, you know, and they'll spend, you know, thousands of dollars to go around the country and play at bars, you know, in front of no one to to ju- just to say we're on tour. We're doing thing. But I was thinking if you took that same money. Right. If you took, let's say. A, a five-piece band went on tour and each dude lost a thousand dollars but then you took that five thousand dollars and just put it into facebook ads youtube ads instagram ads uh and and really just did the the marketing side you would probably get a lot more out of it so we've been kind of doing some stuff more you know like really kind of getting getting to the, to the weeds with the the facebook advertising and and boosted posts and it's really interesting as, as if you have a good product, if you get it in front of people, they je- they tend to like it, yeah. you know. So it's but you know the biggest the hardest thing about today's environment is just being able to get people's attention because none of, all of us here included every second of your day mm-hmm. is actually valuable. <laughs> like <laughs> have you ever been there when it was a ten second video and you cut that shit off after four seconds? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like, it, it, it's really funny that you're saying all this because it reminded me of the documentary Supermensch and uh, Shep Gordon, who uh, was Alice Cooper's manager. And I know that you're saying that this is like a, like a new approach of reaching people over Facebook and stuff. But like back in the day before Facebook, how do you reach so many people? How do you, uh, you know, make people scared of Alice Cooper and like all these like publicity stunts that Shep Gordon pulled? So maybe there's a way to kind of like be a modern age Shep Gordon, even though he's still present and just kind of apply that to the metal industry. Yeah. I mean, I, but I think we're, we're also in a, in a, in a realm where every time you have a band that thinks big, the, the, uh, elitist metal community shits on them. Mm-hmm. So if you have, you know, a, an, an event sevenfold, like they, you know, they put out that last record, you know, that, you know, everyone's, oh, it sounds like Metallica. They're ripping people off. And that shit opened up number one in six countries. 
they're an arena band, but people Great. just shit on them. You know, yeah. Ghost comes out and like, you know, people hating on Ghost. What are they fucking doing? You know, fucking Avatar. Like anytime you, you know, we, the metal community actually hates ambition. Yes, I we, agree. We, we, you know, we're like, you I know, don't think, I, I think that's too, gen- I think there's a, a vocal minority yeah. that, that, that just will reject any sort of, like you said, ambition or, or maybe commercialism and kind of ruins it for everybody else and doesn't realize that like, oh, this is kind of helping out the whole scene. But the problem is it, that, yeah, I, I don't think it's that much of a minority. I think if you were to take the internet as a whole, if you just look at the people who engage on the internet, mm-hmm. it's probably 40% of the people. I'm not saying that's all, because think about it. You have a band like Nickelback who'll go and, you know, and sell out arenas and sell millions of records, but you don't see them on the internet, right? But they exist. You know, you don't right. see all the disturbed fans on the internet, but they exist. <laughs> so, Thank goodness. but, but, but the, but my, my general point is you have to, if you're starting new, you have to get through that early stages of dealing with the elite. Like right. no one starts out on their first tour and then they're they're like they're already playing in the mainstream. It or it rarely happens. Yeah. You know, every now and again you have a band that comes out like that band King A Ten is like their first tours. They're they're you know they're touring with Slipknot and stuff. You know. Yeah. Well, um, it helps I, I, that they're I'm, managed by the same. Yeah. Same. Company, and I'm sure but... that's not their first tours. I'm sure I know yeah, they've been yeah. around for a while. But I mean, in terms of like when they like got a, a record national deal. Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I'm saying like, so, but that's rare. But usually, you have to get through the underground to become the next, you know, thing. So I think when bands start out, they get so inundated with that mentality that they get discouraged from doing. Um, from, and that's like, like almost in a way, like I think about Gojira, like their new album to me was like the album I wanted them to make like three records ago, like after from Mars to Sirius, that was the record, but they, but it, they just got heavier and more intense. And, and then this, this new album, they kind of opened things up. It was more of a groove album, more catchy. And I think, and you see it, you see like, and, but I, I wonder if there's that little voice in their head, three albums ago saying, no, nah, no, nah, we can't, we can't go to commercial. We can't do this because we're this underground band. There's always that voice telling you, don't sell out. Don't, you know, like in the in the back of a of, of a lot of bands' heads, you know, and I don't know, and I don't I don't know if that's good or bad, you know, because we have a tendency like as soon as a band does, you know, I know you know Suicide Silence has this record coming out, and I heard a song at the uh, at Notfest, and it was much different, like yeah. like not even sound like the same band, you know, and it's I wonder what's going to happen with that. How are people going to react? Is it, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I am all about just like people doing what feels right to them and just like putting out an honest product. And I think that, you know, fans will gravitate towards it because you are connecting with the musician's um, uh, output. You know, that's like for, for me when I listen to music and if a band tries to take a diff- on a different direction that I wouldn't necessarily expect, it's just their artistic expression and that's what I enjoy about music. And, and I think there are a lot more people who think that way too. So I'm going to try to stay positive. Right on. I'm, I, I agree a hundred percent. Awesome. Well, you know, dog, I've been listening to this uh, Vegas nerve album and I'm really digging it. And I, it was not at all what I expected. And, and I love the vibes and I wanted to play a song right now. I wanted to play the single, pull me out unless there's a, another song that you would prefer. I mean, there's not that many songs on the record. So, I mean, that's, 
the reason you know that one I think is great for people who haven't heard the band because I think it if you were to listen to the entire EP that one is kind of right in the middle mm-hmm. of everything kind of represented there um, no and it's and that's actually that's the first song the band wrote and I think it totally captures what we're trying to do cool man well thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us and you could find Vegas Nerve on all the social media the EP. Uh, you can pick it up on Bandcamp. Is it on? Is it on iTunes and Spotify? It actually isn't on Bandcamp. It's oh, just it's not? Uh, yeah. You can go to our website, VegasNerveBand.com. Kind of like Bandcamp, but our our Bandcamp. Uh, so you can, no one you else can buy, in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, if you want, we, you can buy the digital there and the CD. That's the only place you can get CDs is from our actual website. And yeah, uh, iTunes. But I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm not really too concerned with people. You know buying the record i just really want people to hear it so you know it's on spotify apple music uh, i think the songs are on youtube as well yeah. and and soundcloud as as well so yeah the stuff is out there and everywhere but Bandcamp. fuck you Bandcamp. no i thought about it i just <laughs> didn't know enough about it i was like should we do a Bandcamp? No, I, I think really you should do it you should definitely do it everyone should have a Bandcamp. all right i, I guess you? we have to start a Bandcamp. It's yeah been, it's decreed <laughs> I mean, like, you, sh- you should make your music available in as many avenues as possible. It I don't think it costs anything. Rob's your manager now, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, 20% of your bank account. <laughs> I mean, really, all you need to do is send the MP3s to Rob, and he'll leak them online anyway, oh. so it's fine. It's already out. It's oh. already, like, but in the future, leaking, in the future. Leaking something no one knows about is not... Not really <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, it's like, like putting a case of beer out in the middle of the desert. Like no one, <laughs> no one's gonna take we it. Don't, yeah. We don't. We don't know where it is. We can't get the beer. Be a drunk <laughs> fucking lizard out there. Though. We don't know what to look for. Lizards don't have bottle openers. Yeah, come on. Yes, that's true. All right, Doc. We're gonna let <laughs> you go. Thank you so, thank much, you so much. Have a have a good one, man. Yo, let's hope it's not the apocalypse, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Let's hope America does the right thing. I like keeping right. it general like that because then I'm like, well, what's the right thing? Well, you, we, we know what Whatever you think it is. <laughs> All right, we're going to play some Vegas Nerve. Thanks a lot, Doc. Peace. All right, that was Doc Coyle of Vegas Nerve, the new album Visceral. Out now, here's the hot single, Pull Me Out. <laughs>
This episode of the Metal Injection Livecast is brought to you by Converse Rubber Tracks. Any band can apply for a full day of studio time at converse.com slash rubber tracks. If selected, bands record at no cost while maintaining the rights to their own music. It's super cool. It's legit. And you can get more info at converse-music.com. And our buddies at Metal Sucks teamed up with Converse to give a bunch of bands some free studio time with some legit producers. I'm talking about Kurt Ballou of Converge and Will Putney. The bands are Yashira, Clover, Everything Went Black, WVRM, and Ryle, and Jesus Horse. And all of these bands are going to be putting out free songs on Metal Sucks over the next week or so. You can head over to metalsucks.net and search Rubber Tracks to find all of these cool tracks. It took a while, but Rob is finally done eating that plate of ribs he ordered during the music break. So we now return to the Metal Injection Livecast. Please excuse the mess. Uh, I didn't order Please the ribs. Please excuse the blood. Actually, Darren's amazing, wonderful wife. Talented yes, wife. Very talented wife. Sent over a care package of two full racks oh, of ribs. So good. Fantastic. And honestly, I, I never... Like, the way Bruno reacted was exactly how I felt. Bruno <laughs> is Noah's dog. He was just jumping up, and he couldn't believe it because it smelled insane. It smelled so good. Actually, yeah. when I had been out beautiful. voting while she was cooking those, and I smelled it, like, about a good uh, 50 uh, to 100 yards away from my house. <laughs> did it, like, did the smell kind of, like, carry you, Yeah, like, like off in your cartoons? Feet? Yeah, only I was floating halfway <laughs> home. I have a, oh, by the way, speaking of my wife, I'm not going to do the Borat voice anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to control myself. <laughs> yeah. The she, We were talking about the chicken. My wife! Oh, <laughs> oh, Goddamn. <clears throat> I tried. I tried. You splooged all over your chest there. Oh, Remind you of yeah. work? Uh, I spoke about you know the chicken what, bus. Uh, the chicken bus indeed was the name of the bus. Chicken wow. bus, New York. Weird. And there is photographic evidence of it uh, that my wife sent to me. Wow. Uh, we took a picture that day. The thing is, Darren, they have photographic evidence of you, too. Uh-oh. You think? The park. Hey, listen. I didn't do anything illegal. Actually, that may have been illegal. But no, <laughs> nothing I'm ashamed of. I think getting a blowy in the park is illegal. Yeah, nothing I'm ashamed Especially of. Especially since you've admitted it yeah. live on air multiple right. times. Listen, come arrest me. What are you going to do? Speaking of what we're going to do. But it, maybe we'll post the, the chicken bus. Yeah. We're going to see who's going to It looks like a party. <laughs> post the, I don't have a picture of the blowy picture. You can um, recreate it. I mean, it's all like the a, elements are still in existence. Oh, <laughs> sure. Uh, it, it looks like a short bus, like an elementary school yellow bus. That inside is a like a party limousine. Okay. It's got purple lights and. Can I oh, so they were probably and... blowing each other in yeah, that bus, a bang bus too. Sure. I they were doing it. bang bus. Blowies for everyone. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is that uh, I think the live cast curse may have struck again. Oh, what? Because uh, I mentioned my beautiful fish, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, no. Day, and Miss Elizabeth has passed away. Oh, no. Elizabeth. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, I'm so sorry. I found her. She was. Well, we have a little heater in the tank and she was like in between oh. the heater and the <gasps> tank, like standing up like her face was oh. north. 
It didn't have to do with the heater, I don't think. But then, like, I kind of yeah. tapped it lightly to get it, and she just like flew out of the out of the little uh, like yeah, enclave. Real, that's what happened to Plankton. He became very lethargic. Oh yeah, yeah, no. But she was like she exploded into like movement, and then she was swimming like on her side, yeah. swimming, oh, and then she no. collapsed and landed on the gravel. It was very oh. sad. I that really sucks. loved that fish. I was very less bummed out. How long did you have her? Uh, less than a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but, it, like, if you would have told me a year ago, like, that I would be attached emotionally to a fish, I would have laughed in your <laughs> face. But when I saw her, and I did, I had to leave. I, I was going out the door, and I, I didn't confirm she was dead or anything. So I said, I hope she's not dead, but I have to go. I can't, like, wait What did you here. do with Miss Elizabeth's we body? We flushed her today. We oh. had a little uh, oh. mini uh, last rites and just flushed her down the toilet. <laughs> Sorry. That yeah, sucks. it was very. I I wouldn't have ever believed I'd be emotionally attached to a fish, but I was very bummed out today. Yeah, and my wife is very bummed out as well. Are you going to get a replacement? We need some time. Yeah, first, but uh, may, we're thinking of maybe a turtle. I think like a uh, more substantial because those beta fish die pretty quick. You know what? Don't get a turtle it's, unless you are ready to clean out that fish tank all the time. Well, we have to clean the fish tank. We had to clean it with her anyway. They they poop on a massive amount. You wouldn't believe yeah. how much poop comes out of a betta fish, and they also their 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 like scaly skin flakes off, mm. and it makes scum in the bowl. You have to take it out. Yeah, but turtles smell like farts. Uh, like listen, water smell I really like think uh, turtles are awesome. Though. I mean, but we hang out with Sid all the time. Yeah, I was about like, to say. Oh, when we were talking remark. to Doc Coyle, <laughs> I he, wonder if that came on air. He I, released I hope it did. a fucking atomic bomb. <laughs> I could like it was so. Did loud, it stink I, or did, was it, it just loud? Stink. Yeah, my farts loud. aren't that stinky. I, but I, it was so loud I couldn't tell it where it was coming <laughs> no, from. No, it was definitely me. I kept looking like at both Sid and Darren because I couldn't because it was like stereophonic sound. It was so loud. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, so it hopefully it came up. across. Please Awful. let us know if you listen. Yeah. You could leave us a comment on Facebook that I laid. <laughs> Facebook.com/slash/metalinjectionlivecast. That's our Facebook page. Comment, like, subscribe. At mi livecast is our Twitter. I'm Rob Injection. Noah's no injection. Sid is bland injection. You got this Mike Francesa clip. Uh, pull it up for us. Uh, yeah. I haven't. I haven't previewed this. I haven't listened to it. Don't know what it's about. Do we know when it's from? It's from today. Oh, this guy puts up Mike Francesa. I'm so glad I found this archive on YouTube of this guy. He just <laughs> clips out anything on the Mike Francesa show that's Jeez. interesting and puts it right up immediately. Can I just say I lo- oh, yeah, uh, really quickly? I just love that we've. Mike Francesa part of yeah. our show. This, so uh, the title of this is Mike Francesa on the election. Oh boy! Slash Trump. And oops, excuse me. Here it is. Back after this. In this campaign, there is so much heat. There is so much just vitriol, and and so little. <laughs> You know, humanity or compassion. Humanity. I love when he uses big words. Yeah. There's so much vitriol. Much vitriol. <laughs> vitriol. Uh, you know, what's funny is that one of Mike Francesa's traits is that he has to... He has four hours to fill, or more even. Like, I think five and a half hours, right? One, one to 6.30 he's on. His job is to talk for five hours straight. Yeah. How long are the commercial breaks? Though, I mean, to long. be fair, when he has, like, interviews sometimes, he'll just re-air them at the end of the show to That's kill time. That's true. That's okay. true, too. He finds ways. But he does have to talk a lot. Yeah. And one of his tics is that... He says the same thing four or five times in a row, sometimes <laughs> not even differently. Like, yeah. but, like, for example. Like just this. Just he goes, that, yeah. there's so much heat in this election. 
There's so much vitriol. Bust out that thesaurus. There's so much heat and vitriol, and it's amazing how much heat and vitriol there is in this election. It's basically the radio version of, like, you get an essay assignment that has yes. to be a certain amount of words. <laughs> Why did George Washington cross the Delaware? George Washington crossed the Delaware because... Crossing is defined in what Merriam-Webster's dictionary as... Now let's hear about the vitriol. Or even tolerance. So... You know, this has been the ugliest. Now, campaigns probably have been getting uglier for a long time. This one took it to new levels. I mean, you saw stuff this year that you never thought you'd see in a political campaign, ever. Yeah. You saw things said to each other, to campaigns, to different... I mean, you saw stuff on these debates this year that you never would have seen. Twice you just said how that. formal these debates were in the past compared to how they were this year. Yes, let's do that. Let's all go back, maybe <laughs> on YouTube, and just watch old debates just for yeah. your research well, purposes. I'm going to re-air the Dukakis yes. debate. The that set. was not a thing. Bush. Dukakis. Bush, Dukakis. Dukakis. Bush, sorry. In the uh, in the sixth hour of my program, I will be airing the Dukakis and Bush debate in full, in its entirety, in full and it in its entirety. In its full entire. So you're gonna get the whole thing, yeah. The whole thing, like the whole thing. You're gonna and then get he gets 100%. off on an Olympia Dukakis tangent. A little less great actress. Great actress. Okay? My son, he was looking at Dukakis. Porn. I mean, if you don't like Dukakis, Olympia Dukakis, you don't know what the hell you're talking. <laughs> and about. Then get a little on the Olympics. The Olympics. We're on the Olympics now. We're talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Why is it gonna be? Every full year, I think. I think it should be every year. The Olympics. This this idea that you can (laughs) only celebrate athletic achievement, okay, once every four years. I mean, come on. The Olympics we're talking about. We're talking about the Olympics and Olympia Dukakis. Okay, (laughs) this is a this is one. And I'm not talking about the special Olympics. This is one of the greatest treasures of our time. Okay, and you're gonna tell me. That she can only be celebrated <laughs> once every four years, Mons. I mean, what is that right? Well, what is about that... the winter? You got, you got every every other, every two years. Olympia Dukakis, okay, is a woman <laughs> who should she should only be celebrated in the summer months because the sun should rain down on her beauty, okay? Okay. And... Have you seen Steel Magnolias? Have you seen Steel Magnolias? Okay, okay, okay. And if you think Steel Magnolias. It's not one of the best teen jerkers of modern cinema. You are you are lost. You do not you do not why know are you, why are you still listening? You do not understand cinema. Okay? Do I have to explain cinema to you? Okay. Maybe maybe uh, may, okay, okay, okay. Maybe I do have to explain. Maybe this show, okay, should just be me explaining cinema. Okay. Olympia Dukakis <laughs> You don't appreciate Olivia Dukakis? <laughs> it's, it's amazing, folks. That's what they call. They wait an hour and a half to talk to you, okay? We now, have to is... call his show, and Darren has to do this. We okay. never get through. Okay. We're not even getting through this video. I'm like 40 seconds into it. It's 40 seconds into a five-minute video. We're like on a 10-minute tangent now. It was so much different this year. All right. Uh, All right. Let's see what we got here. All right. Um, we will start with uh, a guy from Texas. Oh, All right, no. well, let's see what's going on with a guy from Texas. Alex, what's up, Alex? Hey, Mike. This is, uh, this is Alex from uh, Texas. I, I've called from New York and St. Louis before. Um, okay. You, okay. Uh, not yeah. remember, how are things in Texas? <laughs> yes, I'm in Texas now. Um, yeah. So and, I said, how are things in Texas? 
Um, you know, it seems like just from what we're hearing that Trump's going to win in Texas, but it's going to be a lot. Oh, I said he's going to win in Texas. I mean, it's going to be, it's no, be closer I, than past years, though, from Texas, all Yeah, but Texas, he's going to win Texas. I mean, if, yeah. that would be a shocker if he didn't win Texas. No, I agree with you. Um, okay. um, you probably don't remember, but I've been a Bernie Sanders supporter, and I remember telling you early on that I thought he could have won, obviously. You know, we okay. see what happens, and um, you know, I know, thought I, his views were so out there he couldn't have won. But you know what? In this year, anything was possible. So, what views of Bernie Sanders? He's a socialist. Oh, socialist. Okay, I don't know exactly Look, what that means. Well, we're gonna pay for everybody's college. Are you yeah, kidding me? Wait, okay. I mean, why? Well, like uh, people should be treated equally and have like a fair pay for for hard work. I don't understand. I don't understand. We should stop being in perpetual war. Everyone should get there. free health care. You and mean go? You go to the oh, doctor. Yeah, you don't pay. Yeah, people have to. Pay for these you things. Mean, okay? uh, they're not free. I mean, where do you think? <laughs> where do you think the doctors are? Uh, oh, you think they're gonna work for free? You're lost. Then you're gonna have bad doctors. Do you want to go to a bad? Why would you, you wait to be a doctor? Stay in the waiting room for an hour. Top of the hour. We're here from Doctor J. You <laughs> <laughs> weigh in. Yeah, back to Mike. So even a guy who was had some of the most <laughs> radical stuff in the world, which he did. Okay, uh, Trump is not radical at all. He wants to get out of the Geneva Convention. He wants to torture. He wants to uh, change libel laws. Yeah, yeah. So he can't ban an entire religion. Yeah, he wants to target uh, terrorists' children in their schools and in their houses. Okay. Uh, that's not radical at all. Bernie Sanders, who wants to. <laughs> Have like uh, fair uh, wages for for work. Raise the minimum wage. Bring us up to date with other modern countries. These are all ridiculous and out there ideas. Thank you, Mike. Let's hear what else you have to say. He had some radical ideas. Sure. He really did. But you know what? He he was inspired. He was incredibly popular. He really was. I mean, the people loved him. They really he did. was up. Yeah, he was incredibly popular. He really was. The people loved him. The people love them, and he was incredibly popular. I don't know if you know the distinction between these two things, okay? I'll make me explain. I got five hours to kill people. Got me some slack. Okay, I have five hours. I also have 300 minutes to kill here, okay? (laughs) I don't know. When you you get the general, you think it has to move more to the middle. It usually does. It's usually won by more centrist candidates. That's how it works. Uh, you know, you have to run to the extremes to get the nomination. Then you move back to the middle. This year's a little Social different. studies with I mean, Mike Fritz. Let's be honest. We have tonight an historic winner. Any way you slice it, you have either the first woman in the history of this country to be. Or the first Nazi president. Yeah. Be named president, which is something. Listen, we didn't know if we would ever see a minority be president. And what? we didn't know if we'd ever see a woman be president. A minority. We've now seen a minority be president. Now you've seen, you could see a woman be president tonight. But see, the, it's like, he doesn't mean that. <laughs> it, uh, like No, he doesn't mean it at all, like, negatively. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's what makes it fucking yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's totally ignorant that that's, a, like, a negative way of phrasing it. A guy who was a rank outsider who was a wealthy man, but a rank outsider, who had no political background, zero, and has run the most unorthodox campaign in the history of mankind. Yeah, unorthodox. It's not normal. It's it's unusual, it's different, it's outside the norm. It's unorthodox in the way that if you put a toddler behind the wheel of a truck, that would be an unorthodox truck driver. Yeah, it's something you don't (laughs) see every day, okay? (laughs) It It would actually be more changing than if she won because although she is a woman and that will be historic 
she is as much an insider and as much a part of the system as anyone could possibly ever be. This is what they mean by mansplaining, right? This is what this is? This is Uh, Donald Trump, not part of the the system at all. Uh, I guess he means the political system. Well, that's what he said about Hillary Clinton is true, but he is also like an insult. He's a part of the political system. He's completely part of the... He would spend 30 years greasing all these fucking crooked politicians like Mm. Hillary Clinton. Held more high-level jobs than anyone who's ever tried to run for president. That's what I mean when I say that Trump is like a great con man and a great schmoozer because he actually convinces people that he's like Bernie Sanders, like he's yeah. you know a rebel and like a maverick and all this shit. He's fucking terrible. Yeah. She's been first lady. She's been a senator. She's been secretary of state. I mean, that is an incredible amount of experience. Uh, but who are you voting for, you schmuck? The idea of a first woman is obviously extremely historic. This night is going to be remembered forever. I was hoping this was more and inflammatory. Women all over He's the just saying be literally nothing. Yeah. Want to skip the rest of this? This is like Perd Happily on Parks you know, and Rec. <laughs> a very big deal from that standpoint. Do this again? Perd Francis. Not likely. <laughs> and to think he's just going to come from nowhere and do this again? The odds on that would be infinitesimally small. What? <laughs> what? Infinitesimally. Infinite. Is like infinitesimal? Is that infinitesimal? Okay, it's like a baby point three. All right. Not likely. And to think he's just going to come from nowhere and do this again, the odds on that would be infinitesimally small. <laughs> infinitesimally. Infinitesimally. Infinitesimally small. Okay. Esmally, he said. Infinitesimally. <laughs> you got a lot of infinitesimal fortitude. Yes. My baby is, my, my child is very strong. He's an infant and he's very strong. He's testy. First of all, he had branded himself into the American consciousness. And, getting bored by and that was a very big fact for him. It got him so much attention. Well, I warned you that I didn't free screen yeah, that. That's fine. We no, still we, we made it work. Yeah, we got what we needed out of it. <laughs> I was hoping he would go on to be like Trump, Trump, Trump. Oh, by the way, that video, I don't know if you all looked at that. I sent you a video of uh, this guy on public access in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't load it because I was uh, about to go on the subway. Uh-huh. There were a lot of people hovered around me and yeah. I saw a bunch of naked girls. Well, yeah, not really naked girls, but uh, he is this guy that just does a public access show and when it's football season he does all the football picks <laughs> and it's so bad like he can't first of all he can't form a coherent thought you know he he makes uh he makes Mike Francesa look like a, like a great like Winston Churchill or something <laughs> and also in the middle of the episode I don't know he's like Trump 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 that's what we need we need Trump to make America great again like in the middle of this football show but is it really shocking that he's a Trump supporter? Oh, not at all. No, he's like a Staten Island fucking goomba. This is on public access. Yep. Every week. I'll see if anything transpires upon the stage. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll cut the clips out and play them. If anything good happens. Oh, speaking of which, we have like audio of a new Anselmo interview where, again, to be fair, he was kind of asked about it. Right. I would like to, uh, again, apologize for the same thing, but not really apologize. And I'm done apologizing. I'm, I apologize. I'm done apologizing. Now I'm going to undo the apology by saying what I said wasn't really that wrong. I'm only giving out infinitesimal apologies. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. I infinitesimally transpired <laughs> upon the stage. Feast of it, I can't. Do you have it? I can't. Uh, I seem can to get f- it. Yeah, but if you could 
for some reason my email wasn't downloading. <laughs> really? That's Why weird. That? Did something transpire upon your computer did like a virus? did transpire upon my computer. <laughs> is it, is it a, a virus? <laughs> On a Mac? You're saying. Uh, no, no, no. There's something with my with my Google password. That I've heard that viruses can be had on Macs now. There, so, there was a virus that targeted a Mac, but it just whenever that happens, it just gets patched up really quickly. So is now I have a video here, but is this like the whole? Is this just the apology, or is this uh, like the whole? Well, thing? it should jump to the timestamp. Oh, it does. Okay, this. No, it is your classic metal show I, right I, here. Pause it. There's a YouTube URL in the email. Oh, in the e- that's what I clicked though. Uh, that was it. This oh oh with the timestamp I see yeah, it. There okay. It there we go. Well, yeah, and I would also say. Oh, I, thought, I, thought I thought you played a slow open. <laughs> Close it. Open the link again. Okay. Let's, let's see. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I would also it's say slow singing uh, Whitney Houston. Out there, you know, that uh, has, you know, terrible things to say about. There you go. Mm-hmm. Crank that slow mo. Well, yeah, and I would also say to any critic out there, you know, that uh, has, you know, seriously say about me. Okay, you know, hey, look, I it sounds own- like he's drunk, not high. It sounds like he's on the heroin nod. Yeah, no, say. no, he's just he only drinks and smokes pot. Yeah, I don't know what he does. I mean, I'm telling you. How do you I know? know? I you hang know. out with him all the time. I know. I'm not like making a claim about him. I'm just saying what it sounds. like. I know, guys. Jesus, perhaps a know-it-all. <laughs> own that moment. Mm-hmm. I own the moment. What is that? Can we pause? What does that mean? He owned the moment. <laughs> he apologized. He owned the. Mo- That's what that means. I thought it means he owned the moment of saying white power. He's saying he owned. I think he means he owned up to it. Let me see what that text says. Wait, oh, it doesn't say it there. Never mind. But uh, let's hear the rest of this. And, uh, it was a dumb, dumb move on my part because I've dealt with hecklers before. Uh, Again, he's uh, pushing the uh, narrative that there were people chanting racist at him during the show, which so, only came out all these months. Later. So he, they call him a racist, and he does something racist. Is that how to you, play? That's his sense of humor. Darren. I, I don't think that is how you heckle some. Uh, answer a heckler, like you know, hey, you suck. Yes, I do. Like, you <laughs> agree with the criticism that they're saying. Well, and, uh, oh, and I was. Um, basically, I was showing the ugly. I was playing a part it was a it was an ugly gesture and it sounds like uh what uh, kramer said when he oh said God, the n-word yeah. on stage i was playing a character schmuck and um uh, you know like uh, i've said this uh before you know look if that joke is not funny anymore and it's worn it's when was that funny to yeah, say white first uh, of all how's that a joke number yeah. one and second, when was that joke funny? 1936? Uh, when everyone was wasn't hang- such a pussy. When he was hanging out with the Ku, Ku Klux Klams. Yeah. When, uh, 
What? <laughs> when Edward Furlong was stomping somebody's head into the curb. That's when that was funny. It's welcome out, and so be it. I can grow as well. And, and look, if I truly, truly um, upset anyone with that uh, gesture and those two words, then, you know, my apology is sincere. But, 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 you know what that means? That's like, if you were truly, truly offended, meaning you're a fucking idiot, yeah. if you were truly offended. I feel like that's like a very Steve Harvey thing. Yeah. Now, if you had been truly offended when I had said white power, <laughs> <laughs> I was clearly just making a joke. Then there's the flip side. Oh, boy. Where... I, I get the feeling that if you look through a certain lens oh long enough uh-huh. and you're desperately trying to Rob. spot something, Uh-oh. you're going to eventually find it. Right. You're right. You, he, uh, the, the interviewer is definitely on his side there. Right, right. That makes sense. No, what? Uh, clarify this for me. When somebody says white power... <laughs> How long do you have to look through that yeah. lens? What lens do I need? <laughs> well, yeah, what I think, oh. not to not to uh, be an apologist, uh-huh. what I'm assuming he's implying is uh, oh, he he admits to the white power thing. Mm-hmm. He, he admits to it. He, he, owns, it. he owns it, he yeah. said. He owned okay. up to it. Okay. And he apologized for it. Here's what he's trying to say. But then the media... The media... <laughs> They had okay. to dig and try to like piece together. That's you, Rob. You're the midja. Yeah, well, like I think that's kind of a reference to that uh, post that Metal Sucks did about how like oh, Phil Anselmo's always been racist. Here's right. examples, or or the thing about how he subscribed to that kind of alt right YouTube channel, huh. and it was like, hey, this is weird. Well, this yeah. is a whatever. It's not that so weird. He's from he, Texas. And he's so racist. well, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. It's perfectly. I expect that. Yeah. So he's saying that's that what I must. This is what I assume. What I interpret from what he's saying. I don't want to put words in his mouth any more uh-huh. than I do as the media. Right. Uh, what he's saying is that essentially we're we're creating a narrative based on evidence that he gives yeah. us. I don't know. Yeah. Like that's yeah. where I'm kind of lost. I, I'm totally lost. Because but but like, am I making sense in in trying to translate what he's saying? You need to look through a lens to think that I'm a racist, and that lens is a clear piece of glass. It's called it's called reality. A win- it's called a window <laughs> <laughs> with no obstruction whatsoever. Well, right. look, I think you know. I, I feel I don't know if we've talked about this on the, on this show, but like everybody's a little racist. There's like just innate racism in everybody mm, in the sense. No, I think maybe the word you mean is prejudice. Yeah. I think maybe everyone's prejudiced in some way. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I think I'm what not, he uh, is, is over and above that. I think in other words, it's like, it's, it's possible to have like biases that you're not aware of or like, um, like first thoughts that you rush to judgment about people, whether it's racial or about uh, about genders or about anything. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just, if, just the predisposed. Right. Well, but the thing about that is if you're a, like an intellectual human being, 
you look, you examine yourself, and you look for that, and you try. You maybe not always one hundred percent successfully, but you say, "I want to purge myself of that." Right. You and acknowledge. Be, you're like, "Oh, that's ridiculous." And then if you're it, the opposite of that, you go on a stage and you go, "Why, Paul?" <laughs> yeah. Well, well. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? There's no yeah, self reflection yeah. there. Yeah. Like I think he may be sincere when he says I'm not really like that I don't think he's going around like kicking black people in the nuts or anything but I do think that he's just not a self-reflective person he's not a deep thinker and he's like yeah he's basically he he would love to live in a world where you could say that and it's not that big of a fucking deal who dat in the chat says biased so who dat why don't you call in and explain our bias no I think he's saying that's the word you're thinking of yeah, prejudice, oh, bias. I, I got you. I feel like prejudice and bias. Well, the number to enough. dial, 718-303-2353. We have 847 on the line. Hi, this is Leroy. Hello, oh, Leroy. How you doing? I don't know. Are you asking yeah. us? Is this You're the- telling us. <laughs> I'm Ron Burke. No, that's how I, that's how I talk. This is Leroy. Well, because his is name isn't Leroy? actually Leroy, so he's <laughs> oh. just he doesn't even know. Yeah. So what's, what's up, up, Leroy? Did you vote? Are you allowed to vote? Yeah, I voted, like, I voted a week ago. Okay. that's so. I'm so jealous of Californians with the early voting. I wish oh, I could do that. What's the big deal? You don't have You're to. You're still going just do it whenever you, you do it on your day. You do it whenever you want. You don't do it on You get to research things more thoroughly. Okay. Yeah. Wait. You, you get to research by voting a week earlier? You get to research more? Yeah, that's what, by the way, since you brought that up, I learned something today, not today, this election cycle, Mm -hmm. that I didn't know. You didn't learn anything I like to think I try to be pretty informed about this stuff, but I learned that if you vote early, you can change your mind in certain states. In certain states, yeah, which I also didn't know that. That seems weird. But it doesn't seem weird. I think it's great, because what if, you know, you voted for Trump and you, like, and then a week later it comes out that he raped somebody. I suppose. You know? Now you're supposed to make the most informed vote that you can, right? Yeah. I guess that's... Oh, whatever. That's just an example. Yeah. I mean, so how did you vote on the props since you're all educated on them? Because you're also in California, uh, from what I recall. Well, I said no on the condoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I remember. <laughs> did you, did you? I see. Uh, well, also, Doc brought up a good point, which was that uh, like maybe the, the actual bill has like riders in it, no pun intended, <laughs> that are not good for people in the industry. And it's not all about the condoms. Like, maybe right. it would hurt them more. So if that's that, you know. But I'm saying the actual condom thing doesn't bother me at all. I think that's probably a good well, thing. Well, from what I remember from listening to... Well, that's to- quite, that's a biased opinion, Darren. Well, don't forget that these people don't only just fuck other porn stars. Like, they have personal not, lives, too, you know? The person who wrote up the, the bill or whatever is someone who has been vehemently against porn and sex and all I understand that, stuff that. no that's but that's I'm, I'm, I'm t- that's what I'm saying I'm not that informed about any of this shit so I'm saying only yeah. that one thing in a vacuum I feel not, like that's not that. a bad thing if it's more than that then I don't have the information to say anything so about was it was it uh, well when you went to did you mail in your ballot or did you go into the polling station no, I, I didn't know you could drop it off. I thought you had to mail it, so I mailed it. Oh, okay. So you had no voting experience. No cool. sticker. Yeah, not really. Like, I didn't go anywhere. I kind of wish I did. I could get to go somewhere. Did you but get a I sticker? Oh, I, I guess you couldn't get a sticker. Yeah, he didn't transpire upon the voting. No, no. They, get, they mail you. When you get the thing, you get a sticker with it. Oh, okay. When you get the, the form. Did you That's take cool. a selfie with your sticker? No, I'm I'm not about that life or telling people I voted or doing all that. You don't you just want told to us. I actually took a photo of my. Well, you asked, but I didn't put it anywhere. 
Uh, so did you have anything you wanted to contribute other than us harassing you for about three minutes? <laughs> well, I had a question, but I don't know if it'll fly pretty well or if you just think it's lame. Um, do you guys have any interesting or strange or know anybody who has any interesting or strange phobias? Phobias. Um, like, for my, example, I think I knew somebody who was afraid of those dishwashing gloves, those, like, orange gloves. <laughs> they are gross. I don't know if I'm not really Rob afraid. and I knew someone who was afraid of mayo, like, yes, deathly afraid. like, really? legitimately. Like, ran out of a diner screaming mayo, uh, afraid. Like, she, yeah, like, she walked into a diner, and she walked in, walked by our table, and we had, like, the coleslaw with mayo, and she ran out. panic attack and ran out. Who is this? Is she still alive? Yes. She is still alive. I honestly, I don't know if she's still alive because <laughs> a lot the, happened to her. Whatever connection we had to her is no like the person we knew who was going out with her is no longer yeah. um, going out with her. I am terrified of pigeons. Really? But they're um, everywhere. Terrified like, or just disgusted? I thought you just disliked them. Yeah, I mean, I feel I'm you're terrified of roaches and and any you 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 and oh Sid. That's not like a strange phobia. People are grossed yeah, out by bugs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Kitchen gloves. That's Garrett has one. an unprotected sex phobia. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. Is he not the one true. that wrote I, that California? It sounds like I it. have unprotected sex with my wife constantly. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't. Oh, okay. I had it when I was single because I, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to sleep with anyone who has something disgusting. But I love and trust my wife, so. Oh okay. We have unprotected sex. I thought it was just you were you were. I didn't realize it was because of the diseases. I assumed it was the pregnancy thing for some reason. Well, I mean, both of those both, things sure, wouldn't yeah. have been optimal. Uh, Leroy, do you have unprotected sex with your <laughs> wife? All the time. That's the only way to do it. Um, that's why I voted no on that thing. Right. Um, you, you know that you, I, you want the actors and actresses to enjoy themselves and actually feel while pleasure. Work. Yeah. Well, also, like if I'm watching, I can't envision. Like you know how Sid says he can't imagine himself there when it's like a black person or something like that. Wait, like how can you imagine yourself there if they're wearing that? What like, did you say me, about a black? Person? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can't imagine the black a black dude or yeah. If it's a black dude in the porno, I can't is easily put myself oh. in the in the scene in my head. Because you're too far from it. What? But like, what is it? Because you're so different. Physically? I can't relate. Yeah. What if it's like? A, is it the, just that? Like, what is it about them that you can't relate? The black brown skin. Yeah. Or? But what if it's like a like no, a no? What if it's like dude? an Italian, like a Sicilian guy? Is he <laughs> cut or uncut? Is that, does that make the difference? Well, I'm too? cut, so I'd rather look at a cut and just—it's less foreign <laughs> it just to me. So you can only experience the porn like by well, imagining you are the man with. The yeah, penis. well, it helps, isn't that sort of the, the fun? I don't know. Does everyone do, you do like that? The I point just, of view porn. Nah, you can't just view weird. it objectively and watch a scene and be turned on by it. There's too many options to ever have to put myself in that situation. I'm not asking <laughs> you to have to. I'm asking yeah. how. I'm not criticizing you. I'm no, just I'm saying. I've no. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, when I was younger, and it was just like whatever was on Spice Channel that I had ah, unlocked. Then I, you know, I. But now you're a connoisseur. Now there's options, so you <laughs> go with the ideal scenario. What are your ideal scenarios, Leroy? Um, I pretty much agree with Sid on that one. Uh, I can't really do a black dude. That's a little like I just. So I now, do you only do? Can you relate to a white dude then? Because you're kind of a brown guy, right? No, I think you have me confused with someone else. How do you... Oh, he's how saying because you, you're a Muslim. Then. Yeah, you're I'm saying because you're Muslim. He's assuming you're brown. And I've seen photos of you, and you're... you're you have a, you he have has a, a real white dick, though. 
<laughs> pearly like white cock. Uh, veins. No, honestly, uh, it doesn't bother it. me. None of that bothers me. I'm, I'm, I like, uh, I like it very simple though. Nothing crazy, like uh, one-on-one scenes. That's all I'm really into. So you like porn for women, where it's like very romantic. <laughs> And Someone's songs he's written are playing in the background. Why is that for women? Like women can't like the you know like or men can't like that. Yeah. Oh well, look, I know what I watch, and it's definitely not that stuff. They it's not to for women. It's not <laughs> stuff. Definitely for not. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Gang bangs I've, I've and talked shit. About right? it. Yeah. yeah, sure. Whatever. Well, this, this show's been on for eight years. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Maybe someone doesn't know. Or maybe your tastes have. Developed. What have you been watching lately? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, what, what books have you read and what porns have what you What porns have you, have, you, have you touched yourself to? Uh, like what type? Not like the names of the porn. Like what was the... Maybe like chatterbait stuff. So cams. So cams, webcams. Yeah, like but who, webcams. Which, which tab do you click on there? Um, couples? Sometimes, yeah, couples or girls. Or... Is it weird that like half of the people on that site are in Colombia? What is up with Colombia? That's like their I main am, source of income in Colombia is Chatterbait people. Sure. Well, that's weird. Uh, also, it's I like fifty f- percent of the people are in Colombia. Mm-hmm. That's random. It was also, I bet it's probably the exchange is very much in their favor. I bet for like the tokens. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. What are you saying? They're token Colombians. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I, I did notice about Chatterbait is they're always in similar rooms. So I think some of these people are like models that agencies hire. I usually oh, yeah, start getting sense. annoyed. Like it, it moves too slow. So that. So I'll yeah. start with that, and then I'll close it, and then I'll like I've been um, into like anal porn. I feel like I'm such a. New, am I the only person here who's never gone on Chatterbait? Like I don't. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. am so like not in the loop for this. Try I feel it. Like I, Just go. I'm not interested in it. Like we I want a book report. I have I do, no I like phone. desire to do that. I don't I'll know. send you like, some uh, links. I'll t- I'll hook you up. <laughs> but I'm like I don't you even masturbate. I have like we'll I'm give totally you 10 sexually coins fulfilled. To start with. I'm just not. I, I don't have any desire to do that. I don't know. Right. Am I weird? No. You don't have any desire at all. You, no, I mean I'm fulfilled you, by my marital status. Well, that I think that's actually the normal, the norm. That's the yeah, norm. but I'm not in what this room. The, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm, I kind of agree with you. I'm not familiar with any of that chatter, whatever. It's I'm not. Uh, so by the way, I'm not. I'm not negatively judging any of you. I think no. that's oh, fine. I, don't I, feel sure, like I just oh, I feel like a sort of an outsider here. <laughs> Leroy is Leroy. So you don't watch porn at all these days. No, I'm just, I have one site that I go to. I, I, it's too overwhelming to even explore anything else. Well, yeah, what, do you want to say the site? Yeah, I, I've mentioned it. It's where I stream the live cast. They go to Red Tube. That's enough oh, for Red me, man. There's pages Wait. and pages of shit, and it updates all the time. I mean, I don't need anything. I mean, now, how much more time can you spend looking at it? Like now, going to other sites, opening up all tabs? Like sure, sure. Much. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, what, whatever you say. Yeah. Opening tabs. It's really uh, uh, especially at work. Intense process. And I'll tell you, when you work from home, you got plenty of time for tabs. <laughs> I got lots of tab time. So do you go to RedTube and do you like go to the most viewed, most liked? No, I just go whatever's new, whatever's on the first. Uh, whatever's page. Oh, yeah. open minded. I go to categories cream pie. <laughs> You're really on that cream pie. This is the second mention already. <laughs> you mentioned the first I, I mentioned pie. it first. Oh, you mentioned I, I was it. Robbed it. And you know, because no. I was saying, I, I know. And then I do a plus sign and then I write anal. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't want no vaginal cream pie. So you, you want, want brown jizz squirting out of somebody. That's not You're true. like doing like Boolean porn here. Like fucking <laughs> <laughs> Boolean? <laughs> Boolean search Boolean for restrictions. 
Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like beef bouillon. Yeah, yeah that's bouillon. What I thought. Bouillon. That's what comes out of the anal cream pie is basically <laughs> beef bouillon. That's what I thought. If you let it run down your ass crack, it turns into beef stock. <laughs> I think beef bouillon. That's the title. Be. Good luck <laughs> spelling that, Rob. Oh, look at It's all right. He's going to write billion. <laughs> or bunion. Bunion porn. Oh. Mm. Ew. Foot pussies. That's probably like a weird. Thing. I do enjoy the 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 cream pie just because it seems so naughty. naughty. Seems like such a. I I think that's the best term. It's messy. For it. Yeah. It's like so. Oh, it seems so dangerous. wrong, especially because it's like oh uh, well. You're wasting it. Well, like, you you yeah like well like push God's, it like, like it's it's there it's on the hole push it in. It's like, like God's it. watching you waste sperm. That's what it is. I'm so disgusting. Sometimes I like to watch the ones where the guys are like. Like they come in the girl, and of course it's all for show. But the girl's like, oh, "You came in me." Oh, she's mad. Like a su- surprise cream pie. Uh-huh. Oh, they get, but do they get mad or are they happy? The internal, it? the surprise. I mean, internal? like they're like mad, but not. But like, they're badly for a acting second. that they're mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know what? You I always do this. You know what I found that's very weird. I because I go on Pornhub sometimes, <laughs> and the thing that I found that's weird is a lot of the videos that I tend to watch, and it's not because of the subject matter. It's because of the way the girls look in the videos, but it ends up being like these like stepdaughter, stepdad, or stepsister, oh. stepbrother uh. things, which I'm not looking for that at all, but it just mm. seems like, like the, the type kind of, of girls they cast in those It's because they're like, like more like real looking girls uh-huh. okay. not like ugly or anything but just not like super you don't like, like hot implants like and supermodels stuff. And I don't I want them to look like people you'd see in real life like plastic fucking yeah. Barbie or yeah. something but, but I, it seems the only ones are like that on port of our uh, <laughs> like weird borderline incest type things I that Woody Allen is probably I can't into. watch older guys fucking the you know chicks or whatever it's just like such a big turn off like well what do you mean by older like if know. it's like you know Trump the dad yeah or Trump <laughs> daddy whatever. porn daddy porn <laughs> Like I can't. <laughs> uh, speaking, of, there's a Reddit, a subreddit for Uh-oh. incest, Uh-oh. and it's like I just stumble on oh that. God, why do you even know this? His sister looked uh, up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Rob just hung his head in shame. Incest, Rob. Incest, no, veto, veto, Rob. Veto, Rob. Veto, Rob. Too far. Way too far. Way too far. No, I think it was like one of those Reddit threads of like, what's the most disgusting Reddit? And I like, it's always okay. fun to yeah. to just discover terrible Reddit. There is such gross Reddit. And I'm not even talking about the political ones. But anyway, the incest one is so insane because it's a lot of it's it's a lot of people sharing stories of. Or just like they're fucking their dad or their sister, like just having a crush on their sister. Oh, so their it's whole not life. photos or anything? No, no, no. It's, it's stories or like advice uh-huh. of how to like get your sister to. Or like what? Like I have a crush on my sister. How do I like, stop I think, being so you disgusting? You were up just said. Oh, that's oh, true. Admitted oh, it. He admitted it. I did not admit it. <laughs> admit what? <laughs> Fuck. Then I gotta, wait a minute. <laughs> It's pretty gross. Or, well, I don't know. It's pretty gross, but in a way... Oh, no. I don't mean in the sense that, like, I, I want to try... Like, I don't mean... But the but other like, people doing it turns you on? There's something, saying? like, again, because of the naughtiness, just to go back... Because I'm, so, I'm such a it, naughty There's a difference boy. between naughty and, like, illegal and immoral. Well, I, well, I, I don't think it's illegal to fuck your sister. In some places I, it is, I think right? it's illegal no. to produce children with you. Okay, maybe? Yeah, I think that might be it. It's definitely not illegal to fuck your sister. Yeah. It's disgusting. I like, what about gay incest? 
There's nothing wrong with that. What's what's, the what's well, like what? Uh, who's being harmed there? What's what, Hashem. or like <laughs> Hashem, Rob? <laughs> Have you stopped to think about Hashem? Like if there's no chance of a baby, if it's two women or two men. Well, I agree with you. I think it's. Uh, I don't think there's anything morally objectionable about it. it just think, I it's think just it's, we- it's, it's very disgusting. weird. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Uh, to me, to me, sure, sure. I'm not. Yeah. As long as they're but, consenting adults. But have you ever I mean, watched twin porn? Have you ever seen porn with two, two, two twins really, going out? Really. No, I wouldn't be interested in that. Like, the twins fucking each other? Or just, like, fucking a third party? Well, there's some, you know, there's a third party, but the twins are, like, making out and... I don't need like to. some titty sucking. Yeah. Wanna... I just love that the After Dark is playing through the yeah. most disgusting yeah. conversation. This Rob. is very After Dark. This is like if we played this during this, the Nullo talk. This uh, is pre-dusk. <laughs> this is like 24 hours of darkness the sun, It's so after it. dark that the sun is about to rise yeah. <laughs> It's that far after dark Alright well thank you Leroy Yeah you, thank you yeah. for inspiring uh, that. the question about the phobia so I could share mine but you never oh. got there oh, yeah, yeah what's your phobia sure. what's yours? Which is the real reason he asked it in the first place <laughs> It really was Thank you sir <laughs> I was hoping someone would ask uh, Well it's not really a phobia anymore But growing up I was terrified And I still don't like it It's popcorn what wow. about it scares you? I, I'm sorry? What Kernels. about it? What about it scares you? Everything. It not scares me. I mean, when I was a kid, I was. Now it just it grosses me out. I can't be around the smell. The smell makes me nauseous. Seeing people eat it makes me gag. Uh, seeing it on the floor in movie theaters makes me uncomfortable. I can't be anywhere near it. I can't step on it. Um, it's just... It's just, uh, I don't know. I just hate it. Are you I molested by it. Orville Redenbach? <laughs> <laughs> As a child? Uh, no, I just thought it was just a messy food, and people are just so fat and ugly when they eat it. They just all throw their hands hey. in the same bucket, and they throw it in their mouth, and it's they miss their mouth, and it lands all over themselves. Just Why so- am I turned on? Yeah. <laughs> Robinson's literally jerking off in front of us What right if now. there was a porn where someone put popcorn in a woman's vagina and oh, cream pie? I, I would have seen the images, and I would never have clicked it. it was a cream popcorn cream pie. Or it's oh. a kernel, and it's so hot in a woman's vagina that it starts popping. Oh, my God. Just put the bag of popcorn oh, in, in a vagine. Oh, fucker, man. and then have the popcorn starts popping. Yeah, popcorn. <laughs> That's great. I'm doing it. That sounds no, so no. naughty. <laughs> I'm going to totally Orville Redenbach her. <laughs> So many opportunities. Wow. So you're really missing out on popcorn, especially cheddar popcorn. It's the mm. best. The barbecue no, it's popcorn. not allowed in my oh, house. Or like my normal popcorn. I'm not a big popcorn fan, but I don't hate it. I'm not afraid of I'm it or fan. anything. Um, I worked with a woman who was deathly afraid of uh, scotch tape. <laughs> they, I don't know this, everything about it. I asked her once. She said the smell of it and the sound of it coming off the roll. She was probably bound and gagged and kidnapped when she was Maybe, younger. Maybe, but it was she scotch a, tape, though? Like, she was all right with duct tape and everything. It was oh, just specifically weird. scotch tape. Like, I guess the smell of the scotch tape and, like, when you yank it off the roll and it makes that, that fucking sound, you know? People are And then people at the job would try to torture her with oh. scotch tape. That's, That's what I get too. It's not fun when people think they're joking and putting popcorn on your plate or yeah. putting it next to you at work. And she's like, dude, it's not good not to cool. f- fuck with phobias. My wife's afraid of snakes, which is a normal. Oh, that's normal phobia. That's normal. But every time there's like a glimpse of a snake on the TV, she said, "Tell me when oh, it's over." Uh, she turn around, you know. 
I hope Leroy wins one of our contests eventually so we could throw in some popcorn oh. into the package. Just Why don't we just send him a huge bag of popcorn? We need his address. I don't think he's going to really. Don't fucking do it. Well, you don't tell him is what you do. Um, yeah, I was at this hotel and they had popcorn, like the microwave ones, and I would just hide it. And every time room service would come, they'd put in a new one, and I'd have to keep hiding it. And, you have a lot of hotel um, stories. Yeah. yeah. Why do you spend so much time in hotels? I was just in Seattle this weekend. I highly recommend it if you've never been. It's fantastic. I might be going to Seattle to see the Mets, actually. Oh, nice. They have a road trip over there, interleague. So that was one of the ones I was thinking of. All right. Well, thanks, well, Leroy. Yeah, yeah, thank you for calling. Later, one. <laughs> um, you have some voicemails, right? Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, you got a one. Goodbye. I think it would be a proper segue to play this voicemail. Uh, Dudorino apparently left a voicemail just during the show. Hey guys, I forgot to ask when I called in. I've been wanting to make drops for a really long time, but I don't know which computer program works best. Which ones do you guys use? Well, the free one that you could use is Audacity. That's the best one. Otherwise, Ugh, Adobe Audition. Yeah, for work I use Adobe Audition. Adobe Audition. Soundforge is also Soundforge. good but for like, I believe both of those vocal. are not free. True. Whereas Audacity is free. So there you go. Well, if you can Thank get your you, duty. on Adobe Audition, yeah, I would ways. recommend that. I'm Dave Mustaine, and I am voting for Donald Trump for president. Yeah. That was it? <laughs> that was it, Dave Mustaine. Uh, well, what a shocker. He does not I feel like he's probably more of a Gary Johnson guy. More Can you Gary imagine Johnson if the Libertarian guy. Party gets 5% and they're going to get like federal funding? Is that what it is? I don't think they're going oh, to. I hope not. What are, what, are the, uh, what, are the, what are the updates here? Let's see. Where are the electorates? Hillary is leading in Pennsylvania. Oh, it looks like she's the projected winner in Illinois. No, that's not a surprise. So, Florida's still super, super close. Shocking that this shit's going to fucking come down to Florida again. Um, Hillary Clinton has 48 electoral votes. Trump has 66 electoral votes. Oh, I think MSNBC's, MSNBC's projecting them both in the 70s already. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like way ahead. Okay. But that's but, projecting. This is yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that closed. This is right. official, what yeah. you've got. Okay. Great. Well, Next voicemail, please. Yeah. Also, the Democrats are winning the Senate currently, 40 to 37. The but last I saw, though, Nate Silver tweeted out saying that the Republicans now have a 69, 69% chance of taking the Senate because chance, yeah. uh, Indiana and Florida both went to the Republican. Yep. Not looking mm. good. So, yeah. uh, at best, it's going to be uh, four years of gridlock, which, yep. although... And it's, criminal charges. Although I'd rather have, I'd rather have a Democratic House and Senate. The one silver lining of that is that they will block bad shit she wants to do because it's not bad enough, mm-hmm. and it won't happen. Yeah. Mm, but also block good shit she wants to do, yeah. mm, which, which is, is a bummer. Which won't be much. Oh, that's not true. She's gonna do Democrat stuff. Okay. Next She's voice, now, please. Yes, Mike. Hey there, Dorinsky. It's been a long time since I left the voicemail. I've been thinking of that hot tuchus of yours all day. I'd like to bury my nose in your balls and eat your ass like the frosting off a donut, Dorinsky. Did I ever tell you that? 
How about you make an old man's last dying wish come true? Make me the happiest man in the whole world. So, what do you say, handsome? That is, I don't know who's doing that, but that is a classic. Well, what do you say, handsome? First of all, he's dead. <laughs> Unless that came from his deathbed. Imagine, imagine he woke up out of a coma to say, Derinsky, I want to eat your ass like a frosted donut. I would be so flattered. I am married. That can't happen. But I'm very flattered. Are you what sure if, your wife would what be if you, against that? What, what yes. if your wife allows I should put her I foot I mean, down. if someone yeah. went from beyond the grave, like woke up from the dead just to, you know, p- propose to you, you, you would turn him down? I'm, I'm 100% faithful, Noah. <laughs> Is it cheating if it's just an old guy eating your ass out? <laughs> you don't have to do anything to him. And just he's a ghost, so he's not really like... And it ain't gay. I mean, it ain't gay. If a man eats your ass, it ain't gay. Hey, he's gay, but you, you're fine. Hey, yeah, you're uh, standing there. You ever see that uh, John Voight from... Um, what's that show with the Lee Schreiber? I can't think of the fucking... Oh, oh uh, Ray Donovan. Yeah, Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. It's a great show. You gotta watch it. Ray Donovan. It's, a, it's, a, it's not... It's not gay if he blows you. <laughs> John Voight quote. Makes uh, sense. Big Trump supporter, John Voight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So. That's a great voicemail. I just, yes, yeah. bravo. It's fantastic. Yeah. So we heard that before the show, and we cracked up, yeah. and now hearing it during the show. Still just as amazing. Yeah. Play that more again. Funny. Just let, I want to hear yeah. that one more time. <laughs> hey there, Dorinsky. It's been a long time since I left the voicemail. I've been thinking of that hot tuchus of yours all day. <laughs> I'd like to bury my nose in your balls and eat your ass like the frosting off a donut, Dorinsky. Did I ever tell you that? How about you make an old man's last dying wish come true? Make me the happiest man in the whole world. So, what do you say, handsome? I, got, I can't express to you how much <laughs> this guy sounds like the guy. <laughs> Which is amazing. Just off an impression I did. It's amazing. It's amazing. The guy sounds just like that. Just magnificent. We're keeping his spirit alive. I wish you had met him in real life. Yeah. Just to get it. (sighs) All right. Well, it's been a lovely episode. It's been a lovely time. Really flew by. The world is not yet over. It is not ended. It will. But if it does... like 30 minutes. Tonight... I just want to say it's been a pleasure podcasting with all of you. All right. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week. Please do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Give us a nice little review. It's an either or situation. You can just leave us five stars. You don't have to leave a review or you could just leave a review. Uh Uh-oh. Too close to call. Florida. Oh, boy. Pennsylvania Mm. as well. Oh, but but still very very early. Yeah, well, Florida's almost done though. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Hopefully, it's decided by the time we do our next show. And uh, that will be we'll, next week. We'll leave you with this cliffhanger. Will we be a little sad or miserable? <laughs> will it be Hitler or Nixon? Eliminate on that. And on that note, to tie everyone. It's a tie? Oh, it's a tie. It's a tie. I was just saying. What do we do? Go to Hell in a Cell if it's a tie? <laughs> and stairs. <laughs> <laughs>